0: of the program kicking off the first hour of the show you're welcome to call in and bring up whatever's on your mind dial in via the toll-free numbers brought to you by SACL cai 1-800-259-9231 again 800-259-9231 in fact uh, we'll go right out the gate to gene the christian anarchist waiting on the amp line gene you're calling from uh, some republican convention where are you
1: At the Southern Republican uh, Leadership Conference in New Orleans.
0: Now you feel kind of dirty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do a little bit, but they just announced the straw poll results, and Ron Paul got second place by one vote. Can you believe that? There were 439 for Romney, 438 for Ron Paul. Uh, at, oh. Both at 24 percent, and Sarah Palin got 18 percent. That's
0: uh, unfortunate. Why do you think that is? Because he ran away with it the last time, Gene. I mean, he uh, d- d- dominated over the other guys. What happened this time?
1: Well, well, I think there were some shenanigans here regarding uh, people who didn't get here before 2 o'clock. And they, they cut them off so that they couldn't vote. Actually, the voting was open till 5, but registration was cut off at right around 2. So people that showed up after 2 couldn't register. If they couldn't register, they couldn't vote. So there were at least, oh, another couple dozen people. That would have voted had they been able to register.
0: So, isn't uh, that uh, Romney character known for bussing people in and having them do his bidding, basically, and even somehow just paying people to kind of support him, even though they don't necessarily really care that much? Or have, did did you get that
1: feeling? I don't know that, but I did talk. I did talk to the uh, the news guy from Fox News, and I'm sorry, I do not remember these people because I don't watch the news. I just recognized them, but. I talked to him for just a little bit, and he said, well, Ron Paul paid these people to come down here because they subsidized their tickets. I said, well, they still had to travel down here. They still had to make the trip because he's saying because Campaign for Liberty was offering tickets for $30 and at the end for free that that was buying the votes. And I said, it, you know, it doesn't Mitt Romney and the rest do the same? And he says at the East seem to think that they didn't. So I don't know if Mitt Romney does that or not. Hmm.
0: Well, thanks for the update, Gene, and uh, sorry you had to go down and uh, experience all those Republicans in one place.
1: Actually, it was kind of fun because I had some very heated discussions with a couple of neocons, and uh, it it was interesting.
0: Did you convince any of them to uh, Christian Anarchy?
1: Oh, of course not. No, no. (laughs) They have uh, drank the Kool-Aid, but some of them, I, I actually talked to a couple of women there, who were softer toned and one girl even said that she might vote for Ron Paul so I might, I might have convinced one person to vote for Ron Paul
0: Very good gene thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you It doesn't
2: seem likely to me that Ron Paul's going to run for president in 2020 2020 uh, well, 12 excuse me 2012, 2012. 2012. I mean he's going to be the he was already the oldest guy amongst the uh, amongst the candidates mm-hmm. at that point and people really do look at that issue.
0: You know, uh, he brought up talking to uh, neocons while he was down there, and I actually had an email here from Brett who asks a question, is it worth the time to debate neocons? He says, sometimes I wonder if it's really worth the time uh, that it takes to debate closed-minded neocons on American foreign policy. I just had a Facebook debate with one that started with an article he posted where he ripped a Muslim congressman for going to Palestine and criticizing Israel, and then he uh, he basically puts his uh, Facebook conversation in here where they uh, you know, they go back and forth and don't convince either one of anything. Uh, I wonder about any kind of uh, you know debate on the internet at all. I, I've I've
2: heard of people that have said that they've you know been convinced by whatever the debate is. Usually it it seems to me that there's not enough opportunity like. It's so difficult to communicate such a bad form of communication period that it's difficult to communicate with people what it is that you're yeah. trying to say effectively. It usually ends up in both people just, you know, uh, fortifying their own positions and uh, it seems to me that it doesn't really result in anything. I've I don't think I've ever been uh, convinced by anything that's gone on in a in a forum nor do I believe I've convinced too many people.
0: I guess what you want to look at as far as answering that question for yourself is do you feel as though your time would be better spent doing something else? I mean, because he's asking the question, is it worth the time to debate the uh, closed-minded neocons? Well, I mean, if you heard some stories, as we've heard, that some people have come to the ideas of liberty from having read Internet debates. I don't know if that means they came to the ideas of liberty from having participated in an Internet debate. I think you're more likely to convince people that are reading the uh, the thread or if it is public, and it, I don't really have any uh, idea if this was even public. This may have just been a private conversation uh, between Yeah, Facebook the two stuff
2: is, uh, usually it's the people that have liked it or commented on it uh, that get to see it. Other, other than that, it just kind of goes in by the wayside.
0: So that may be a factor. I mean, if you're just talking one-on-one with a neocon versus in a kind of an arena where other people, an un- uncounted amount of other people could possibly experience the conversation you may have more effect on those other people than you will on, and, and this applies to. We're not just talking about neocons. We're talking about anybody that is really uh, devout in their particular political set of beliefs.
2: Yeah, I've got an email thing going on with a socialist guy that I, you know, know from uh, where I live, and uh, I've been, you know, talking to him about stuff. But I think you need to keep things friendly. Um, first off, the term debate is, uh, you That's know, true. It may or may not be. You know, describing exactly what's going on. But if you're already got somebody sort of um, in a in a defensive uh, state, then you're going to be less likely to convince them of anything anyway. So you need to keep things friendly. You need to talk to them about uh, issues that are important to them. You need to explain them in ways that they um, they will find motivating.
0: And it's hard to do that with uh, this issue. Right. I mean, with the issue of war. Because a neoconservative is really down with the idea of blowing things up and killing people. And to tell him something to the effect of, well, the federal government shouldn't be doing that... uh, withdraw the troops from around the world. I mean, that sets them off. I mean, they'll, ah, there's terrorists out there! And uh, well, if, you get the, that, um, if you get their emotions up, then they're certainly, they're certainly not going to Usually
2: listen. you can communicate with them on the uh, basis of smaller government, though. You can uh, you can talk to them Eye about... Not the military. I, I understand that, but you can talk to them about the ideas of smaller government and voluntary uh, situations, uh, voluntary scenarios, so you say, look, I don't care how many bases that you want to fund around the world, and that's cool, but really... Really what it is is I don't want to be involved. I philosophically have a problem with mm. uh, the military. I philosophically have a problem with foreign wars, uh, wars where I'm required to pay to, you know, kill innocent people, which is what happens in war. Sorry. It's called collateral damage. And I don't want to participate. Do you? Would you? Throw me in jail and take my house and uh, from me if I didn't want to pay for it. And that's, that's really where you have to come from. Yeah,
0: that's a good point because then you aren't debating the, the minutiae of the details of w- whether or not the uh, America, the United States government should have 700 military bases or one or yep. 300 or what. And that way you're not kind of getting mired down in all of that. And you really strike at the root of, well, look, I don't agree with this. Am I free to disagree with you and not actually go along with funding this?
2: What I find really funny is that uh, conservatives are supposed to be about small government. But when it comes to the areas where they believe in government, they are so much harder to convince than liberals when Mm -hmm. it comes to the idea of no government in those areas. You know, because they um, are because conservative itself just sort of means uh, this kind of nostalgic feeling for some period in. time. Time that they believe existed, where everything was perfect, and uh, we need to get back to that, whatever that is. They, um, that's what, that's by and large what it means, and so they. Uh they can be very rigid. Well, no, no, we must get back to the 1950s when people had cigarettes rolled up in their sleeves. And, uh, you know, the, the, the worst thing that uh, happened was, uh, you know, some, some of the bad kids drank too much or whatever. Um, you know, you, you can't convince them because they're, you know, that's just their thought process.
0: So to, to, to answer the question of should he spend, is it worth the time to debate whoever, like he asks neocons, but debate somebody who's real, de, real devout in their belief system. It all depends on how you want to spend your time, you know. I mean, what what are your priorities in life? I mean, what would you do? You have other things that you'd rather be doing in this particular uh, period of time, and you find yourself being drawn in and drawn in again to uh, to these debates, and you realize that you should be doing X, Y, or Z, or working on some kind of business project, or you know, work doing outreach or whatever it is that uh, that you know. What is your priority? What do you want to be spending your time on? Because if there's something you feel like your time would be better spent on, then you should go and do that. But I know, I know how easy it is to get dragged down into these internet debates. It's, it's easy. They feel fun, and they feel important, and yeah. and uh, I don't know if they are. Maybe they are. I don't really have a firm answer on this. It really just all depends on, is there something else you should be doing? I, th- I guess that's the question. Because otherwise, it's just your leisure time. Otherwise, you're just spending your leisure time debating neocons. Well, whatever. It's Free Talk Live.
3: Do you need a new computer but don't seem to have the money to buy one? Is your credit stopping you from buying the newest computers that you need today? Then My Computer Club is your answer to buy that new computer or laptop now and pay for it later. Finance top quality new computers and laptops and hundreds of other electronics. There are no credit checks, no turndowns. If you're 18 years or older and have proof of income, you're approved. Prices start at just $22 a month. Go to MyPCCredit.com and finance your new computer today. That's MyPCCredit.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your phone calls about whatever you want. Dial in and take control of the airwaves at 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 800 259 9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is where to go. We've got our webcam there and also the chat room, all on the same page. You can watch, listen, and interact with other listeners all for free over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com.
2: That uh, IRS refund is uh, coming in the mail, and you can use it to, well, spruce up your bedroom or, or excuse me, your bathroom or kitchen with new knobs and poles from internobs.com. Just uh, go to internobs.com and check out all their great prices. They've got a clearance section with... Uh, with uh, closeouts from 80% to 50% uh, 50, 50 to 80% off, uh, you can use code FTL to save an additional 11%. And uh, they've just added additional items to the clearance section. It's internobs.com, and they've got all the knobs and pulls that the big box stores do, but uh, they've got them a lot less, internobs.com.
0: 800-259-9231 to the phones and the fun. You bring up anything. It is Jerry listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Jerry, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark hi guys jerry what's on your mind tonight
4: yeah i tried to get in last week because y'all were you know pretty busy talking about religion and you know when you talk about something like that you can go on and on and on and uh i just wanted to make a brief comment uh i feel that there's just too much politics involved in all the major religions maybe not buddhism but uh there's this rock and roll group that came out in the 90s. It was called uh, Edie Burkett and the New Bohemians.
0: Edie Burkell. Yeah, I think they were out in the Edie 80s. Burkell,
4: yeah. And they, there's a line in a song there that, that really stuck with me, and it, it sounds kind of funny, but it's really profound. She says, uh, religion is a smile on the face of a dog. Now, I know that sounds kind of comical in a way, but when you really stop to think about it, it's very profound. Because sometimes some of the simplest things are the most profound.
2: You know that Edie Burkell is a marijuana legalization activist, right?
4: Well, I don't know about her marijuana smoking <laughs> habits, but
0: so I, to do I also anything.
4: believe just, if you smoke some marijuana, you can get closer to God. I, wouldn't, now, I, I don't personal. disagree.
0: Now, what is the, the smile on the <laughs> face of a dog? What does it mean to you?
4: Well, it means that the dog loves you, and he doesn't have to have a reason why. You know, he just loves you because that's what a dog does. And uh, he doesn't care whether you're uh, all these different rules and regulations. He doesn't put all this on you like, you know, rosary beads or, well, you know, I don't want not pick on the Catholics, but, you know, all these, uh, you know, things, different things. Now, we need law because a, a lot of religion, I guess, was developed because of, we need law for, you know, we don't want people going around killing everybody and everything. So we do need law, but there's a difference between law and religion, and I don't know really what, where the line is, but religion should be so simple that you don't need to go to a church, you don't have to have, shouldn't have another person between you and God, and you shouldn't have to spend any money. I mean, to me, it just seems like it should be a, a one-on-one simplistic thing.
0: I agree with all that. I don't know about the interpretation of the smile on a dog, but uh, I think it
2: I think it means whatever it means, it means whatever for you it means and it's you, fine. Yeah. Um and, and that's fine and that's that's beautiful what it means. But I agree with all the you.
0: latter parts like, you know, there's no point in having a middleman, right? Because a lot of the uh, a lot of the religions of the world are predicated on the idea that there's this interpreter, you know, like the pope that this this one man has the ability to connect to God and you just have to trust him and listen to what uh, what he has to say about all this and believe him because well, he told you, that he can uh, connect with God and that you can't. Uh, so I, I like where you're coming from on that.
4: Yeah, maybe I don't have the. I don't. I, I had a lot of thoughts on it last week, but I forgot some of them about the dog park. But anyway, you know, I kind of find it funny. She also says in that same song, she says, "What I am is what I am, and you <laughs> are what you are, or what? You know." And when Moses went up on the mountain, uh, and the burning bush was burning, and he asked, "Well, who are you?" He says. I am that I am, you know? So it's kind of the same, you know, like I am that I am. That's a very profound, you know, I don't have to have a reason. I just am, you know, just like Edie Burkett. What I am is what I am, you know? So, you know, I don't know. Something to think about. You know? Thanks, Jerry. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231 is the number we go to. Joe in Connecticut. You can bring up anything. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live on the Line. Hey, guys. How
5: are you? What's
0: on your mind tonight, Joe?
5: Um... So, I wanted to talk a little bit about why violence will not work under any circumstances. First of all, no matter what kind of guns you have, or how many you have, or how big a group you have, the government and the military will always have more. And
0: you're talking about the, violence uh, against the state?
4: Yes, exactly. Okay.
2: And uh, uh, not only will they have more guns, but they'll have the ability to use them because, uh, you know, they. With impunity. Yeah, well, they, they have the ability to. Uh, but they have a. Uh, you know, the, the, the people that do the job practice more, too.
5: That too, and on top of that, look at in the Revolutionary War, for example, the disparity in technology was very slight. Whereas now, you know, we can probably get our hands on, you know, some pretty pretty decent rifles and whatever, but we're not going to get tanks. We're not going to get, you know, Black Hawks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But nevertheless, um, and not to mention the fact that just because no peaceful movement has, other than maybe Gandhi or whatever, has really done anything. Does that mean we have to be stuck in this caveman mentality?
2: Yeah, I I was thinking about um the, the this conversation was uh, I believe from last night or the night before and it sort of uh, drug over and I think that revolutions throughout history have certainly been the sort of the the uh, the, the pressure relief valve as it were for uh, governments which traditionally are very bad at responding to the people that they're supposed to serve whether they're monoc- uh, monocratic autocratic or or democratic whatever it is or a republic for the republicans out there um the you know whether they're any of those things, they're still very, very, very bad at responding to the uh, the, the public, which is whom they're supposed to serve. And uh, so yes, re- revolutions tend to work as a uh, pressure relief valve. That doesn't mean that one can't use uh, peaceful means uh, prior to the, the the point where the pressure relief valve would go off to try to uh, you know pr- prevent that situation from going on. It it's like saying, well, I don't think that would work. Well, fine, don't do it then. You know, sit around and do whatever it is that you're doing. We Polish your guns. I don't need your help. Thank you.
5: Right. And political thought has evolved over the centuries. If not, we would still be, you know, killing Christians in the Colosseum. So why couldn't it evolve from this point to peace? Yep. And yeah, also...
2: Let's let's point out that uh, the the jumps in communication have been tremendous in the last few decades. Not to mention the last yeah. century. And um, you know now the ideas uh, you know, ideas can transfer much more quickly. People can uh, can get, you know sign on to new ideas, get new ideas uh, much better. Young people are exposed to many more many other ideas because you, what you would see uh, up to this point is basically young people uh, are what their parents are. So if you come mm-hmm. from a Republican family, you're Republican. If you come from a Democrat family, you're a Democrat. If you come from a family Generally. that doesn't really uh, care to vote, then you don't care to vote. And but now these people are uh, these young people are exposed to many other ideas on the internet, and it, you know different polit- politicians have managed to enterprise on that. The Ron-, Ron Paul campaign certainly did. The Obama campaign certainly did. And uh, I think I think we're going to see things change.
5: Right. And my last point before I wanted to uh, get off. Um, every every Saturday, especially, you hear a lot of statists call in and talk about how. The state is the way and whatnot. I want to ask these people, why are you so opposed to a voluntary society? If you want to live in a state the way it is now, live in that. But let us do what we want without the state.
0: It's because they demand your money and your compliance. Why are you so opposed to a voluntary society? 800-259-9231. That's Joe's question. You want to answer it? Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind this live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The website itself has been redesigned for 2010. In fact, just this past week, it got a facelift. There have been a few things changed around with the, the design of the front page to make it easier to use, a little more simple. Uh, go to freetalklive.com to experience that. You can sign up for a free account. You can submit Show prep ideas, including uh, news articles or videos or blog posts or whatever you want, whatever you think our listeners will like, because they can vote them up or vote them down, and so can you. It's a neat little way to influence some of the things that you might hear on this program by going to Live. Talk Radio is rife for
2: offers to buy gold and silver, especially gold. And, uh, you know, back in, I think it was like 2004 or 2002 or something like that, I I'd investigated buying some gold. And I found uh, calling those companies that were offering them it'd, it'd just to be very confusing. They they didn't seem to offer apples to apples. Um, and what I did for people is I put together a website where I got together with one of these gold purveyors. And, and it's Midas Resources. They uh, They help syndicate the show. And I made it easy. I picked out some gold and silver coins that were simple, basically have very little numismatic value. I don't want to collect coins. I want gold and silver. Yeah. And um, I put them out at gold.freetalklive.com. That's gold.freetalklive.com. And uh, you can go over there, and it's likely going to be the lowest rates you're going to find on the internet anywhere. You might be able to find some things on, you know, eBay uh, if you if you want to invest a whole bunch of time um, in trying to find the the lowest lowest price. But these are likely lower than anything that uh, it's getting offered on any of the other uh, you know, people advertising on talk radio, gold.freetalklive.com. So we just got
0: off the phone with Joe in Connecticut. And he left uh, during the last segment, uh, left us with a question. And essentially the question, it, by the way, it wasn't answered. No one called in to answer Joe's question. I didn't really think they would because it didn't seem to be formed in a way that the people he was talking to would really understand. He uh, – and help me recall this here, Mark. He basically targeted the people in our audience who are of a, a, a pro-governmental uh, mindset. He used the term statist. And he asked the question – You hear that word a lot used now that uh, the Democrats are in power and the Republicans you know, call everything the Democrats do. Statist. Are they? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I'm using, hearing it a lot. Okay. So his question was, what? Can, I'm, I didn't write it down. That's the only problem. Something to the effect of, why? What is your problem with a voluntary society? Yeah. What's your
2: problem with people, um, you know, being able to uh, choose what it is that they want to do as opposed to having having to participate in your society? I mean, what is what is uh, I you know, sort of underlying, I guess, the question is, what's so great about your system that you have to force people to be involved in it?
0: I think it's a great question. I just don't know if it's connecting. Uh, And the number here is 800-259-9231. I I don't think that any of these people... Really believe there could be another system. I, I mean, think, this is the system. This is the way things are. What do you mean?
2: What? Right. I don't think people have looked at the idea that government doesn't necessarily have to be tied uh, tied to geo uh, geopolitical land masses.
0: It's but, always been that way.
2: Well, it's largely been that way. But most mostly throughout human history, most of the laws have centered around the idea of not hurting someone and not taking the things that are theirs. And I think that force should be used in those situations if it's warranted. So. I mean, you know, if somebody's trying to hurt you, it's fine to use force to protect yourself. That's that's fine. But relatively recently, certainly there's there's plenty of cases in history where this where you can point this out. But relatively recently, especially in the United States, the laws have just uh, exponentially increased. There's so many laws now that nobody could possibly know what they are. Mm -hmm. And they're not about um, the vast majority of them aren't about whether or not I take something from someone or hurt them in some way. Now they're about, you know, regulations and, you know, you, you've, you've got to pay this if you have that. And, you know, it's, it's all kinds of things, especially, of course, drug laws that say, oh, you can't have you can't put that in your body as though I don't own myself. I mean, if I don't own me, who owns me?
0: Yeah, I just I'm trying to think of a way to ask the question that will actually get a response At 800-259-9231. I mean, we've got dozens of uh, over 60 radio stations on board here tonight, probably closer to 70. Um, But nobody's called in to answer Joe's question. And, of course, it's open phones, too, so you can call in and bring up whatever you want to. But I've got a story here from LouRockwell.com called The Government is One Giant Cult. And so it's like asking cult members. It's like asking a cult member who is so devout in his beliefs in the cult why it is that you shouldn't be able to leave the cult. He believes that you're in the cult, too. They all believe that we're all, well, you're part of this society. You elected these people. You elected these representatives. What do you mean? that yeah. uh, If you don't uh, like what? it, you can leave.
2: Right. I mean, That's what you always get. If you don't like the way things here are, are in the United States, you may go to some, place else.
0: And, yeah, the, the whole concept, the idea that you would be able to exist in the politically designated landmass without necessarily being a part of the the state society, the, the state club, if you will, I think is beyond a lot of people. I think it's beyond the people that he was trying to – beyond their paradigm uh, of the people that he was trying to speak to, that he was trying to ask that question of. Do you think, or am I, am I you know, well, I think maybe that being I, too I, highfalutin I think
2: uh, Well, I think that people need to, uh, you know, when presented properly, that they can have an opportunity to kind of look around the way things are currently. Like, for instance, here in the United States, um, uh, you know, it, at one point, it was illegal to be Quaker in Massachusetts. They cut their ears off, they they killed them, they executed, they did all kinds of things. Now, currently, um, in, in the United States and, and, you know, some areas of the world, you can be any religion you want, and it's, religions are no longer tied to geopolitical land masses. It wasn't that way at one point, um, and it is still that way in some places, but it doesn't have to be that way um, you know, for religion, and it doesn't have to be that way for government. You can have whatever government system you want, and then I could have whatever one I want. Imagine for a second. I live in New Hampshire where adults uh, are allowed to choose not to wear seatbelts. In New Hampshire, I don't have to wear a seatbelt. If I drive across the 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 border to Vermont, suddenly I have to put a seatbelt on. Well, why can't I just be a New Hampshireite in, in Vermont, Vermont and not wear my seatbelt? I mean, really. You should be able to.
0: You didn't agree to their statutes. By crossing the imaginary line in the sand, you didn't agree to join their society. And that's the presumption that is constantly applied to people. The presumption is... I mean, I got this uh, census thing in the uh, the mail today. I got mm-hmm. another p- copy of the census. And on the outside of the envelope, it says, Your response is required by law. And I say it that way because it was all in caps. You know, it's really important. Uh, really? Well, how is that exactly? How is it that I became responsible for knowing and obeying whatever it is that the federal government... People wrote down on pieces of paper. How, how did that happen exactly? Was it because my mother pushed me out of her womb uh, back in 1980? Was that was that when? Uh, was how? Do, and and what what uh, what bit of magic is it that allows that to occur? If that's what your answer is going to be? Well, one would, uh, you know, somebody who
2: would be defending that statement would say that, um, well, that's the system, and you decided to stay here. You may cho- you may choose to leave if you wish. This is the system that we have set up here. But then one must look back, and how legitimate is that system? Um, I mean... For instance, the, there was a system when the people fought the Revolutionary War in, in the United States. Would you say that those people who fought the Revolutionary War were wrong and bad for choosing to uh, opt out of the old system and uh, put, put their own in place? Yes, I'd say they're bad for putting their own in place because they forced other people into it. People in the minority were forced into it, not to mention people that weren't allowed to vote at all, like uh, the Indians and that kind of thing. They just, you know, wiped them out. <laughs> so uh, their system was implemented through the use of force. but where one one has to ask i mean were they wrong for saying no king we don't we do, we no longer agree with your system i no longer agree i'm not willing to shoot you over it but i don't agree any longer
0: yeah exactly i want out and i shouldn't be forced to stay in how do you feel about that i guess is really the question the idea of people living in the same geographic area as you but not necessarily being a part of your governmental structure your government society i don't consent to to the federal government. I don't want their programs, so no, I'm not going to take Social Security or whatever, even though I paid money into it. I don't pay anymore. I don't want their programs. I don't want their uh, their assistance. I don't want to support their killing. I don't want to support their stealing. I don't want to do anything to support them. But I don't want to go away either. So how do you reconcile all that? 800-259-9231. Are you a, are you willing to live side by side with somebody who doesn't want to participate in your governmental system? As long as they don't hurt you, of course. 800-259-9231. That's the Sekels CAI toll-free line. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. It's Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves this Saturday evening here. 800-259-9231. That's the Seals CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight it is Ian with you and Mark, and you can join us on our website, Freetalklive.com, is the place to go. Uh, we've got a lot of features there, and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. By shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping there, amazon.freetalklive.com. If you're thinking about taking a
2: case to court and you haven't uh, checked out jurisdictionary.com, well, you're... Probably not going to win. Every contest uh, involves rules and every winner knows the rules and how to use them. Jurisdictionary is the layman's uh, opportunity to use the legal system um, you know, to, to their advantage. It'll show you how to um, protect yourself with uh, draft pleadings, uh, do, doing research, how to set hearings and move the court. Go check them out at Jurisdictionary.com. It is a course, a five-hour video seminar, plus uh, some audio classrooms and uh, workbooks. Check it out at Jurisdictionary.com.
0: So we had a question earlier, and I think we finally have uh, fleshed it out enough to where we're getting some responses here. We're going to jump into your phone calls here in a moment just to ask the question again and give out the number, 800-259-9231. Joe had asked about the voluntary society, about people opting out, basically, of the federal government, opting out of the, the – the, not just the federal government, but the state governments uh, – opting out of the coercive society, opting out of the state because we never really opted in in the first place. They just presumed that we wanted to be a part of it and tried to brainwash us into believing that we were. But making it very clear that uh, we no longer wish to be a part of this, and we're just going to stay right where we are. We're not going to leave this politically designated landmass. We're going to form our own society, an alternative society that's based in peace, that's based in consensual action. And he was wondering, how do you feel about that? If you're somebody who's still well into the old state society and the uh, governmental structure. How do you feel about that? I think that's essentially a a kind of a uh, re-asking of the question, don't you, Mark? Uh, I think so. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's go to the phones and the fun here. Uh, You can talk about anything, answer that question, or bring up whatever you want. Let's go to Jeffy, listening in West Palm Beach to WFTL. Hello, Jeffy.
6: Hey, what's going on, man? What's on uh, here? Nothing much. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. First-time listener, first-time caller. That's what we do. I really like what you guys are saying. Uh, About Joe's question, you know, I was in the military. Now I'm in, uh, I go to FAU, Florida Atlantic. So I've been in the institutions and having been inside it, it's just the way that everything is constructed. From the time people are young, they are given religion and it makes you believe in an all-knowing presence watching your every move. So whatever they say this all-knowing presence says is wrong, people, you know, they feel really deeply about it. Um, But I totally, completely, 100% agree with him. I mean, the government is just so ridiculous. You know, Uh, the fact that, you know, and it sounds like a stoner, but I'm just saying the fact that they won't let you grow marijuana in your own backyard, a seed that comes from the earth, but yet they'll let you buy cigarettes that give you cancer and tax you for them. It's like population control. And murder, all. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So I'm with you, my man. Hey, Jeffy, have you, have I you ever? I don't get it. I'm off. I'm I, oh, sorry, man. have to. You don't <laughs> have to run.
0: Hey, uh, qu- I have a question for you. Uh, yes, I, sure. I'm, I'm completely with you. Uh, can, cannabis Culture uh, Magazine. Are you familiar with it?
6: Uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, they, I have uh, read it.
0: They stopped publishing their magazine because it's hard to do uh, print these days, but they are still mm-hmm. online at CannabisCulture.com. They just printed up a really great, or they put on their website a great article about uh, the civil disobedience movement that's going on here in uh, New Hampshire, specifically the Keene area. I moved mm-hmm. up here a few years ago from Florida myself, having been born and raised down there. And really? And we, we have people smoking cannabis in the town square every single day at 4:20 in the afternoon, uh, so things are beginning oh, to change. Man. Things are beginning <laughs> to change up here. I mean, it's
6: just natural, you know. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could even see if you know cigarettes, if it was just tobacco, but to let you know people in a factory spray it down with tons of carcinogens and then tax it. <laughs> I don't know, it just blows me away, but you guys are doing great and I'll uh, keep doing what you're doing.
0: Jeffy, uh, when yeah, when you get a chance head over to CannabisCulture.com. take a look around for that uh, that article. It's it's really great. Actually, you can go to freekeen.com and you can see it right there at the top. And thanks yes, for the sir, call will Pre- do.
6: Just yep. got home, I'm going to be streaming you guys, man. Excellent. All Thank right.
0: you, sir. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Yeah, probably going to freekeen.com or CannabisCulture.com will get you to that. It's an amazing article about the last year and a half's worth of uh, cannabis activism. But there's more than just cannabis activism going on here. There's a whole movement, and we'll tell you more about the Free State Project here coming up in a little bit. We continue with your phone calls in the meantime, going to, I believe, Ed is in Maui. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live with oh. Ian and Mark.
7: Hey, how are you doing? Aloha. Uh, let me take this off the speakerphone.
0: Okay. That okay. not even sound like a speakerphone. Anyway, go ahead.
7: Well, I always get complaints on this phone if I don't have it. phone off. Um, you ask, who believes they own us? Well, if you look into it legally, the legal papers or whatever, the uh, Queen of England. Owns
0: the Queen of the...
7: England. Yes. Correct.
0: This sounds like a conspiracy theory. Let, let Bring me know. Well,
7: let's, hold on. It's a fact. In 1933. No, the, when no the- here, here's
2: the fact. The Queen of England does not own me. That's a fact. Now go well, ahead. I'm
7: just saying, if you want, if you want to follow up on this, all all the paperwork work is there. When you when we went into bankruptcy in 1933, the Who's Social we? Security, the country, the federal government, oh,
0: that's not me. Yeah, federal, I don't know those debts.
7: Well, I'm just saying that ever since then, we have been the collateral for this bankruptcy. We our blood, sweat, and tears, so to speak, has been the collateral for it. And uh, Certain, certainly the government it, spends
0: money it. based on the expectation that people are going to pay taxes. But if all of a sudden everybody decided they didn't want to pay uh, into that system, then their ownership really, your, what you're claiming is ownership, really wouldn't hold much water at that point, would it? Well,
7: I'm just saying that legal paperwork is there. All right. Thank you for the call it, tonight. I appreciate hearing
0: from you at 800-259-9231. I don't care what they wrote down on pieces of paper. The fact is this government exists through consent. It exists through mass consent because people believe in it. It's a cult. People believe in the idea that it's okay to aggress against their neighbors so long as they have a good reason for it. They believe that it's okay to aggress against their neighbor so long as a majority of people walking into some booth uh, check a box. Yeah, somewhere. people
2: people spend more time thinking about the uh, the government and uh, pledging allegiance to the flag than they do. Uh, many people spend more time pledging allegiance to the flag than they do praying to their God. Um, and their their religion is this government.
0: And it's actually, if you believe in, like, the Christian religion and all that, putting other gods above uh, your god is usually a pretty bad thing. Yeah, but to yeah.
2: me the Pledge of Allegiance is simply a prayer to the uh, the, the god of, 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 you know, the
0: government. Um, Should mean, we mention it was written by a, a National Socialist? You, you, you can mention I that. I think it's I mean, important to mention that. I, I, you know, you can mention it's, it. It's it's essentially religious indoctrination for the state,
2: is what it is. Yeah, and I, I guess if you don't believe that, I, you have to ask yourself, at what point— would somebody's uh you know, patriotism turn into a religion? I mean, you know, it it may very well be that uh you know, saying the Pledge of Allegiance isn't a prayer to the flag for somebody. Somebody might just be saying it, you know, sort of in a rote fashion. Mm. But uh,
0: you I know there, many people there has
2: to be a uh, a point when your patriotism has turned into a religion. And what point to,
0: is that? Let's talk to Doug listening in Anchorage to kudo. Doug, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
8: Oh, hi, guys. Hey, I really like talking about it. Sounds like that one caller. Um, uh, sounds like we should say seeds instead of bullets, you know, for changing your society. Um, plant the seeds. Uh, forget about the bullets. Uh, the bullets uh, ain't going to do nothing. But at any rate, yes. uh,
0: plant the seeds think, of ideas in people's minds and allow them to flower into new paradigms, and, and then we'll. It might,
8: not, it might be real seeds, though. You know, the, well, yeah, the, you can you know, you do that, too. Uh, we can plant real seeds and uh, change people's minds with that. I too, fully
0: right? support Operation Overgrow. That's something that uh, Mark Emery came up with, I think, from the cannabis culture, as I mentioned earlier before. The uh, the king of pot suggests going around and planting uh, pot seeds in uh, things like police planters and out front of City Hall and, uh, and that kind of thing. Good, good stuff. Anyway, go ahead with your thoughts.
8: Sounds really good. At any rate, uh, we've been living in a controller society for, uh, you know, a few thousand years now, or n- maybe not even that long. And, um, you know, before that, the hunter-gatherers, uh, there was, it was pretty much, you know, men and women were equal. Uh, God was not vengeful. God was uh, God that was everything. You know, if you ask somebody, uh, Do you believe in God? I, I always answer, uh, what isn't God? Mm. It's all God.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, you would be not- a, would you describe yourself as a pantheist or panentheist?
8: Oh, I mean, there's nothing can be separate from God or one. I mean, it's all part. I mean, how can, it's either the controller society that wants to separate everything from everybody, from everyone. Every religion, from every other religion, you know, hate, you know, you know, love.
0: Well, right, because if people see, if people believe that others are different from them somehow, then it's easier to demonize them. It's easier them uh, for them to think of uh, the other as the enemy. And you're right, dividing people is certainly uh, not helping. I, I don't think. And I tend to agree with your uh, your particular viewpoint that everything is God. That's a, a pantheistic uh, view. And I thank you for the call tonight wish we had more time. 800-259-9231. we got to make more room for you. 800-259-9231 and your thoughts coming up in hour number two. You can bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live.
9: Can you hear that? Can you hear it? It's very annoying.
10: I hear it. Can you hear that sound? That ringing, that hissing. I can't get to sleep with it. I can't concentrate, I hear it constantly. You can't hide from it. Everywhere I go, it doesn't go away, it drives me nuts. It's
9: tinnitus.
10: A constant ringing in your ear caused by loud machines. Loud music. Ah, finally. Quietus. I love Quietus. Quietus will
9: stop the ringing fast.
11: Quietus is all natural, chewable, quiet relief.
10: Quiet relief so I can work.
12: I now get a full night's rest. Quietus
9: has helped thousands of people with tinnitus.
10: Quietus is real, my friend.
9: Quietus has changed my life.
10: Call right now for your risk-free trial of Quietus at 1-800-758-1817. That's 1-800-758-1817. Stop the ringing now. one 800 758 581817
0: That's one eight hundred seven five eight one eight one seven. Free talk live. It is the Saturday edition of the program. Can dial in and take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever might have to be on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. one 800 Two five nine ninety two thirty one Tonight, it is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Hey, we've got a lot of features on our website, and we give them away. Now, if you like the fact that we give those features away, then there's ways you can support the show. By, for instance, going to promote.freetalklive.com. You can get a whole list of things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Because, darn it, that's important. Because there really isn't anybody else in uh, nationally syndicated radio that's doing this. So head on over to uh, promote.freetalklive.com and uh, see what ways you might feel inspired to uh, to help out the show. That's promote.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. A question went out last hour from one of our listeners to our other listeners, you, uh, about how you feel about the idea of people essentially opting out of the system. It's basically staying where they are and uh, no longer participating in the federal government. Let's just look at the federal government. How about people opting out of that? Why... Why should I feel any obligation to do anything for the federal government? I don't take anything from them. I don't want anything from them. I don't want to pay them any of my money, and I don't want to go to, you know, Honduras. So why shouldn't I be able to opt out? You know, I think it's uh, the
2: idea that um, that that you can leave. You know, the, the well, if you don't like if you don't like what's going on, well, you can leave. I am leaving mentally. <laughs> well, I don't know that uh, one necessarily has. To. I own my property. Yeah. I, I paid for it. That's what I don't you think. have to leave. Um, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. And But I think that another analogy that should be made is, well, that's an opportunity to move to a different cell in the prison. I was mm. in prison. I spent nine years in prison. I can tell you there are better cells and there are worse cells. I had a cell where I, we could look out at, at night and see the moon, and there was a little fountain. It was a nice mm-hmm, cell. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's, you know, there would be other cells where people would be sodomized. There's good cells okay. and bad cells. Um, so, you know, just because the United States happens to be one of the better cells doesn't mean that we can can't improve upon it in
0: Absolutely. the area of freedom let's go to your calls and your thoughts uh, let's start out with trey listening in south carolina to wscfm hello trey
13: Oh yeah, I was listening a couple of weeks ago when uh, Mr. Unce was on talking about um, illegal immigration and all that, and we had a couple callers from Charleston. That just, it, they just—they were real idiots, and, and it, it just made me feel bad because we have enough people from the South Carolina area out there making a bad name for us. I mean, we had Miss Teen South Carolina and the the Lie guy. We don't need other people and other areas of the media just making South was, Carolina was the Miss pushback. Teen South Carolina. Was
0: that the girl that uh, well, uh, just the places um and they... the
5: Iraq and the um and the yeah, uh, that, was, yeah. <laughs> that
0: was really funny.
2: But you know you, you're you're being far too uh, sort of uh, geographic about this uh, tribal as, as it were. I mean you know you, you aren't what South Carolina no, is. You're just your own person. Yeah, don't
0: collect. There's no need to collectivize people within a certain uh, geographic landmass. Uh, I mean there are ignorant people everywhere, and I prefer to use the term ignorant rather than stupid. I mean, some people may be dumb. There may be some dumb people out there, but I think most people are just ignorant because they just don't have the information that they need to make, uh, you know, to make, the, to make the right decisions or to, uh, to sound informed. I think that's right. Well, I'm
13: pretty is. sure one of the guys that called was just straight up dumb because he he asked something about how well do you guys know that the property rates in Charleston had gone up since the Mexican invasion? I think he called it, and uh, I, I don't know about him, but my rent goes up every year um and it's been doing that for years yeah. you know um but uh
0: it's just well correlation a- is not causation uh and i mean there are all things kinds of things that we can say to that but if people aren't paying attention if they aren't hearing the getting the right information are you listening to a police scanner Oh no, I'm at the gas station. Oh, okay. Just sounded like sounded <laughs> like uh, like noisy in the background. Hey, I appreciate you calling in tonight. Let you get your gas, and uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the Sekel C A I toll free line. But you'll find ignorant people everywhere. Heck, I'm ignorant about all kinds of things. Indeed. Who isn't ignorant about all kinds of things? I mean, we can only know so much. We can only focus our knowledge in certain areas. So while I may know how to open up a, a you know wave file and convert it to an MP3 and edit it and add in some sound effects, I can't change my oil on my car. I, you know, I'm sure I could had I wanted to spend the time to learn how, but
2: I I'd could probably uh, le- learn how to, to properly edit a wave file. But I think that that's uh, that's sort of the idea of um, you know, what's the uh, division the, the, of labor, division of labor. That's it. Right. Um, the we don't have
0: to know everything about everything because there are other people out there who can know those things for us. Unfortunately, there are some areas in life where it may be important to know a few things like, you know, freedom. I think knowledge about the ideas of liberty is pretty important. One of the reasons why it's a common theme on this program to help open people's eyes to that, because now, as you were saying earlier in our program, Mark, it's easier than ever uh, for people to come across good ideas, for people to, to take a new idea that they come across and analyze it and and check it and and you know go online and learn more about it and and decide how they feel about it uh, than ever. There's uh, there's really there are are fewer and fewer excuses uh, these days for being ignorant towards certain ideas. But in general, we're all going to be ignorant of a whole bunch of things throughout our lives, and that's never going to change. That's okay. 800-259-9231, that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So ignorance is not necessarily stupidity. We continue and talk to Phil, listening also in Charleston to WSCFM. Phil, you're on Free Talk Live.
13: Hi. Uh, I, was, I had a, a thought about the... Um, plan to remove yourself from the government while still, you know, living here in the states. Yes, sir. down to fine
0: print. Uh-oh, I'll tell you what, we're going to, we're going to, are you there? Yeah. Okay, you broke up a little bit, we'll keep you on, if it breaks up again I'm going to put you on hold, but go ahead.
13: Okay, Say I think again. it's a fine, I think it's a fine print issue. Um, have you ever installed a piece of software in your computer and it comes up with a thing that you have to agree to
0: sure they all do that the licensing agreement you you, you swear to give us your child (laughs) (laughs) yeah
13: you you don't read the thing you just say you know yeah i want the software whatever whatever go, go ahead yep i think i think we sort of uh accidentally agree to this stuff when we use the federally funded roads and federally subsidized power lines and stuff like that so i think it'd be really hard to remove yourself from all those little implicit agreements that you didn't mean to agree to, but
0: accidentally did I, I understand Phil what you're saying. I think that in some cases it's ludicrous to believe that you're in any way consenting to the federal government simply by using a road that they've uh, stolen money from people and paid property because even
2: when they do buy the property they uh, they buy it under the threat of hey look you're going to give us this property or we're going to take
10: it anyway.
0: but I do think that uh, to what you said that there are unspoken agreements out there, and I think they are there are many of them, and I think that typically what happens is When the federal government demands something of you, like, say, the census, where the census envelope says, your response is required by law, and then you go ahead and respond, well, that's you consenting to to them. Now, they threatened you, they scared you and all that, but I think there are little decisions like that that go along the line of, of things that you don't necessarily have to participate in in order to survive like you do when you're you know uh, going to the grocery store and, and things like that uh, I think in those in those in those ways they are getting you to go along to get along and if people were to stop consenting to these things then they would find their power severely limited
13: oh absolutely and I was trying to think of, you know just how hard would it be to remove yourself from all those agreements I think you'd have to not own property. You'd have to not uh, receive salary from another taxpayer. I mean, there's it, they've got their hooks in you so many different ways. Well, fortunately, so the
0: feds don't you're, you're, tax You're assuming my that they,
2: they have legitimate uh, c- control over what it is that they have. I mean, they – because the property that the, – the, you know, the idea is is that a state and all the states came together to create the federal government, um, uh, but that a state somehow has sovereign power over all the land that is contained within that little line, that, that circle. Um, and the fact is they don't. Have legitimate uh, sovereign power over it because they took it by force in the first place. Right. They decide so when does they a force... thief
0: own what he steals? Right.
2: I mean, and that's really the question.
13: Well, they did, but and now they have it, and you know, and, they
2: have
0: and it, it. But, pos- but possession have is different it, from ownership. But they don't have
2: any more uh, moral imperative over it. So if I decide oh, right. that I, um, you know, that I'm opting out, I can choose to opt out. Now, will they come after me? Yes, they will. Maybe, but they haven't come after us for social security. Yeah, so, Social Security, that's true. Right, you and I don't pay that. But I don't the, think there's any law that you have to pay Social Security. I don't know. Who cares? But the Social Security, <laughs> we saw a piece of paper, the Social Security Administration said you didn't have to pay.
0: Hey, it thanks for, for the call, Phil. Appreciate hearing from you, and uh, thanks for the thoughts. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll free line. I don't care what their laws say, because I don't consent. I didn't agree <laughs> to it. They aren't my representatives, and I'm not interested in their their statutes, because that's what they really are, their statutes. Rules for society. Laws are different. We can talk about that. Free Talk Live.
9: Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crum had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crum is given a new ship. A new crew and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of El Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at bigheadpress.com/pk.
0: control of the airwaves. Dial in, toll-free. The live Saturday edition is here for you. You can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Features, by the way, including our archive. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just go and click and download. They're yours right there on the front page of the site. In fact, if you go into the podcast, they'll go all the way back to the beginning of 2009. Totally free for you. No those membership fees or anything else that those other talk show hosts try to charge you for to access their sites. Ours is free, freetalklive.com. Have you tried to lose weight before,
2: but failed? I've developed a, uh, with the help of experts, a super concentrated weight loss formula. All you have to do is take this pill, and uh, you don't have to change the way you you know, go about your lifestyle in any way. I've priced them so that you can spend less than a dollar a day to uh, lose weight. And um, go check it out at Luma Thin Plus. You can see a dorky picture of me in a workout outfit. And um, I've been using these things, uh, they, they worked for me, and I wanted to make them avail- available to other people. It's Luma.
0: We had a call in the first hour of the program with a question for our listeners that we managed to flesh out, and I think people have been, been answering it, but nobody's really answered it in the way I think that it was originally asked. We were, were talking about the idea of essentially opting out of the governmental coercion system and opting in to a voluntary society, one in which uh, you don't have some coercive gang trying to extract your wealth from you to pay for things that you may not necessarily want. And the question's original thrust was towards those who disagree with that idea, uh, towards those who think that, uh, well, that's impossible, you have to stay in the system, and here's why, you know, why I don't think that you should be able to do that, why, why you can't opt out. People who support the current system, we haven't really heard from any of them tonight. So far, the calls have been relatively supportive of the idea of, of opting out and staying right where you are.
2: Which yep. I think is good. Yeah, it's, it sounds crazy, but uh, yeah, yeah it, that, that's the way it's been
9: happening.
0: Of course, I think that if you uh, get together with other people who want to opt out in the same area, I think that might help because it helps to have other people of a like mind nearby to uh, to back you up. In the case that the coercive gang does decide to come after you. But I did mention that there's a difference between laws and statutes. And the government is constantly calling statutes laws because, well, they want you to believe they're laws. Uh, But really, statutes are rules of society. And uh, if you look at the, your state governments and the, uh, the U.S. Code, statutes and code, these are similar terms for essentially legislated rules of society. The idea is that when you enter into society, you're, uh, you are essentially voluntarily choosing to come together with other individuals for a common purpose. And in the society known as the state society, uh, they elect people called so-called representatives and they create all these rules. They're statutes. They're, uh, they're legislative rules for society. Laws. To me, laws are immutable. Laws are not something that man can just sketch on a pad. Laws are, you know, like gravity. Uh, Laws are like natural law that cause and effect. What you do has consequences. There are laws in effect there that you can't get away from. Those are what I consider to be laws. In every case across all the world, across the universe, there are certain laws laws in effect those are those that have no relation whatsoever to legislation to statutes and, and acts and code and regulations and things like that so i hope that makes that clear the, the differentiation between those Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 9231 we continue with your thoughts ladies first claire is in maryland you're on free talk live hello claire claire in maryland Going once. Claire in Maryland, going twice. Let's... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Hello. There you are. Go ahead, Claire. Hello.
12: Yes. I, I wanted to share an idea that um, I think that really bothers me with this new administration. And <clears throat> that's the theory that that if you're wealthy, if you have done all the things right in society, that you have accumulated wealth not only for yourself, that you will be able to be comfortable in retirement, something to leave for your children, something where you don't need the help of the government. You're not even a drain on the government or your society. You have amassed it for yourself. They have demonized that as if there is something wrong with that and that you have too much and you should be giving it to the people that have chosen not to do that. And I think um, the way I look at it, the government right now, uh, the country is like the uh, golden goose, you know, that lays the golden egg. Right now that goose is down at the vet in life support. And they keep making more promises, assuming that that goose is going to lay more golden eggs. And I think they are draining this country so much that that goose is going to die at some point. It's not
2: just the the country. It's the world. Um, Because America used to be the freest place on the planet. And, uh, you know, a lot of the prosperity that we have currently is as a result of that. And it's, uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry to say the United States is slipping down the chart of uh, the most fiscally free countries in the world it's difficult to reach socially I, free places. Go ahead.
12: I have a thought, too. You know, um, from Harriet Tubman to people that came to this country from other countries, they left their homelands. That's a very hard thing to do. And if people today mm-hmm. think about the thought of leaving your country, that's a very hard thing to do. But why did they do it? It was freedom. Even if they had to come into this country... Uh, The European settlers in the early, you know, even in the late 1800s, they didn't care if they had to live a great deal. Because back then, families were much bigger, 10 to 12 to a family. They would sacrifice living in a small apartment, anything, just to have freedom. They would suffer the persecutions of being the new nationality into the country. Why? Because there was a chance of freedom. There was a chance to accumulate wealth and to be something that you could not be in your own country. And Claire, we who's willing to do that
0: these days? Do you, do you feel like anybody's really willing to take those kinds of uh, drastic steps these days? Because I don't really feel like there are very many people like that.
12: Like, w- willing to work? Well, I, I have to tell you, from where I stand, I'm 46, I don't feel like I'm in my country anymore. For the first time, I really feel like... I- I don't feel like I have the chances that why I why for
0: just, the first may I if I, if you don't mind why why for the first time, I did notice you opened your call with this administration and then you went on to talk about how they you know they don't appreciate wealthy people and that they're making them out to be the evil uh, people. Do you feel like wealthy people were appreciated before uh, the Obama administration by the government?
12: Uh, maybe I just didn't notice because this healthcare has taken what I perceive as a liberty of mine. They are forcing me I to see. do something. They are forcing me to subsidize other people.
0: That's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. But, um, you know, yeah, to look everybody's back. Everybody's got their issue, the, the, sure. the, the, thing, that, the thing that shows hey, them. Hey, I'm glad that the healthcare thing woke you up. But to look back, they've been forcing you to subsidize all kinds of things uh, that you That's may true. or may not necessarily have agreed with for a long time. Yeah, the bailout under the Bush
2: administration was a bunch of poor people paying a bunch of bankers for making mistakes. Milk farmers. Uh,
0: dairy farmers have been subsidized for years. Uh, all kinds of uh, essentially farmers have been that are uh, Those are all product-
2: like drops in the bucket. And this healthcare thing was. I'm like just a, giving
0: you examples of things that have been subsidized. It's one seventh of the bucket. Yeah, there's all kinds of corporate welfare as well as private welfare, and it's all subsidies for various different interest groups that the government wants to pander to. Uh, so it's all it's what you're looking at now is a three plus trillion i think it's like three and a half trillion dollar federal government but a couple of years ago it was three trillion so it's not like it's gotten that much bigger uh it's been a problem all along and really what's been going on is obama is really he's like bush the third he's building off of all of the, uh, the the big government programs that bush passed and bush built off of all the big government programs that clinton passed and uh so, i mean clinton seems like a small government guy compared to george bush and uh, barack obama because they're all all just kind of in this chain of uh, authoritarians that are coming to power, and they're just there. There might might be some slight differences between them, but they all want to rule over you and extract your money, your hard earned wealth from you, no matter who they are, Republican or Democrat. And I thank you, Claire, for the call tonight. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live.
3: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stofers. Let's Fix Dinner. Find dinner ideas to bring your family together at the table at letsfixdinner.com. Juggling schedules so that everyone eats together can be tough. Try starting with one family dinner a week whenever you can fit it in. Take turns picking the meal and have everyone pitch in. Working together will bring your family closer, even if it is just once a week. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday.
0: This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition for you to take control of. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The bulletin board system is there with over 500,000 posts. There's an awful lot to talk about with a whole bunch of people, a lot of other listeners there. It's, by the way, virtually unmoderated, so keep that in mind when you're visiting at bbs.freetalklive.com. That'll get you there for free, of course, bbs.freetalklive.com.
2: When you use other search engines, they put cookies on your uh, computer and, uh, you know, t- sell, sell your information to, uh, you know, third parties and that kind of thing. Not with startpage.com. Go over to startpage.com, take their seven-day seven, page, seven day challenge today. It's startpage.com. You can use their little—they uh, you know, they got the little search thing that you can put in the upper right-hand corner of your. I do your like screen. the search thing. Yeah, i, I don't know how, what to describe it. What is that? The—the the thing in the upper right-hand corner, the little search box. Search box, search I don't know. plugin box. I don't
0: know. You've—you've you've described it. If you know, if you've got a web browser that's of this generation, you probably know what we're talking about. Startpage.com. Yeah. All right. We continue with your phone calls. Going to Michael, listening to KBKW in Washington. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live.
14: too. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, Say what? what? Uh-huh. Hello? Yeah. You're on the air. Oh, hello.
0: What's on your mind tonight, Michael?
14: Um, Well, first of all, I wanted to um, see if you could tell me, do they put oil into glass when they're making it?
0: Do they put oil into glass?
14: Yeah, like, do they take a mixture of oil and then put it into glass and then... Heat it down and then make glass.
0: I don't know much about the glass uh, creation process, uh, Mark. Do you? Do you know about? It's glass? not answers talk live. No. Well, yeah, we, we're just talk show hosts, so we we don't really know much right, of anything. Well,
14: i was just wondering. I know. Okay, my second. <laughs> okay,
6: let's get on. Well, to, well wait, uh, wait a about minute. We'll throw it out again. there.
0: There's a good possibility somebody is a glass blower or a uh, glass manufacturer listening to the program tonight. Uh, if you know the answer to the question, do they put oil in glass uh, when they create it? Uh, then you can call in and answer the I question. I'll bet you the answer is sometimes. All right, go ahead with your other point, sir.
14: Okay. Um, now, I, I hear, uh, you know, I don't got TV. I haven't had TV for almost two years now, and all I do is listen to the radio.
0: Good man. And, Who needs and, television anyway?
14: Well, it, it'd be nice to have for a lot of different reasons. But anyway, um, now, I hear all you guys talking about, like, well, we're going to vote everybody out you know so we I get never, our I, who's our,
0: all you guys
14: well, all you talk show hosts, no, you you talk about, like, well, we'll vote them all out. We're going to vote, on, you, you won't know, know hear or at, that at least on this to, show. to vote all the guys we want out. I, you well, know I, what? I, I, I tell you
2: that voting is a st- statistically insignificant
0: process, especially the higher you go up
2: the level. Well, uh, listen, collateral. listen now.
14: Listen to what I'm trying well, to
0: get Well, now, hold this. on. We'll listen to you, but listen to us here real quick. Right. Uh, you'd grouped us in with those other talk show hosts, and I don't much appreciate that because I don't think that we're anything like those guys. We've never said that on this program. Okay, so
14: okay. So now you guys, you you claim to be that you're you're Americans, right? You believe in our Constitution? You know, at one time... Do you want to answer that? Wait, wait.
0: Let's start with the first question about the Constitution. At one time, I would have called myself a constitutionalist... But at this point, I've come to the realization that either the Constitution has, as Lysander Spooner put it so many years ago, uh, either the Constitution has authorized all the tyranny we see today or it has been powerless to prevent it. In addition to that, I realize that I have not signed the Constitution, that it is not my government, that I want nothing whatsoever to do with it. So the answer is the Constitution was a nice try at attempting to limit the power of uh, the violent monopoly, but it has failed and so, no, I don't uh, really care about the Constitution. It has has no bearing on my life.
14: Well, then, how do you base uh, your way of structure of life on how you should be here in this country?
0: My structure of life has nothing to do with the Constitution. I get up in the morning. I, uh, you know, I eat some breakfast. I make some phone calls. Uh, you know, the, the... So then
14: who de- So if you do something wrong, who determines on? Like, well, how I'm punishing you If you you don't abide by our Constitution The
2: Constitution
0: doesn't address punishment
2: Well, the Constitution isn't intended To to cause you to abide in any way It's supposed to be a restriction on government And it's failed
0: to do that Yeah, the Constitution is not a set of rules For you to follow The Constitution is a set of rules For the people calling themselves government to follow And I think we've seen pretty clear That the government people don't really give much of a flip About what the Constitution says Right,
14: I agree with you
0: so why should I?
14: Right. Well, you should because the thing of it is, is if if we uphold what was written in it, the, what's going on now wouldn't have been going on.
2: If we so who's uphold. Who's we? And how would I uphold?
14: What, the people. See, the thing of it is, is we is I am the government. You are
0: the no, government. No, See, no, no. That's the big no, lie that yeah, they. Wait a
14: minute. Hear me out. Let that's me the big lie. Point. Hear my point. i heard it, but go ahead. Now the, now, the thing of it is, is the reason why I say that is because, well, we appoint these people in office when we vote for them. To I didn't there. vote for them. And, 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 you okay. keep saying and, we, that, and it's not text me, text man. Right. I got, voted for a lot of
2: people list that he didn't get into office.
14: Michael, Michael, I, Michael if,
2: you he, keep he, on saying things that aren't this. true. Michael,
0: you've well, we, we've I had was, you on for the entire segment. Now, the
14: thing of it is, now, they took the choice. Now, they were supposed to look out for the country. For, for everybody. But instead, they did the opposite, and they made bad deals. They destroyed our country within.
0: So what are you going to do about it? Well, you know, well, well, the reason they were able I want to, to hear what do what wants now, to do about it.
14: Now, listen, it. I'm with you guys on a lot of points and issues.
0: Uh-huh.
14: Now, now, at all costs, I wouldn't like to see no violence go down to get in the, to get our country back to having our freedom. But... but When we fought for our freedom the first time to to establish this country, we didn't get it by uh, filling out complaint forms, filing lawsuits, or having a vote with the other side. We had to pick up arms and fight and die. Now, the thing of it is, no, we don't want to do that. Now, I have an idea. Well, why don't we, yeah, get together and get badges that would say United States Constitutional Murphy. And we arrest them. Why do I we have, have to have this badge? And we I am not interested in, in arresting I'm not wear a
2: badge You're a silly hat. I, I, I don't need those things in order to be sovereign in myself. It,
14: it, but, but the thing of it is is well then then basically we somehow we need to form together and take our country.
0: Well, I, I, you know, I understand where you're coming from. Okay, I, I get it. You, you feel like you've been screwed over, and it's true. You have. They've screwed you over. Um, but I am not the well, government. It's, it's now, not, now I get to respond you. to some of the things you've said. Yeah, you let don't you interrupt. Wrong. Uh, so you keep saying you, – you trotted out the we're the government, you're the government, we voted for him No, I'm not the government. I'm not somebody who wants to control my neighbor with coercive force. I will not aggress against my neighbor, so therefore I could not possibly well, be do? part of the government. And, what
14: are you going to do? Just lay down and take it? Is what that you, what you're saying to me? No,
0: actually. You and see, where's, you, where's you, you, you've been bravery? presented with a false Where, choice.
14: Where's your where's – you,
0: your courage to get and, and off. <laughs> is this say. the first time you've listened to this show? No. Really? Well, let me tell you, sir. I don't pay federal income taxes, and I talk about that on the radio. Is that courageous enough for you?
14: That, that, that is courageous. Thank now, you I for would the really call. Love to learn how Thank
0: it- you, sir. No, no. You don't have to
2: learn how not to pay p- federal income tax. You just don't pay it. You just don't <laughs> pay it.
0: I picked up my life. And moved from Sarasota, Florida, to Keene, New Hampshire, as part of the Free State Project in order to get active for liberty. I've gone to jail because I refused to uh, to uh, to obey some silly zoning ordinance, and I might likely go to jail here uh, next or this later this month because I refused to pay for a for a parking ticket. Now, obviously, those aren't as uh, significant as uh, the the whole federal tax thing, but at some level, those, those are your interactions with the government. Recently. Those are what they've come after me for. Yeah. And so no, I'm not about laying down and taking it. I'm about refusing to obey. And that's the false choice that so many people have been presented with. He either believes that you lay down and take it or you pick up arms.
2: Yeah, you gotta you gotta get bring out an AK forty seven and start shooting cops in order to
0: be a real revolutionary. No, no I'm not ready to do that. No. And, and I don't and, think it's time to do that. And there's a difference between courage and stupidity as well. And yeah. uh, taking up arms is, I think, kind of dumb. And, I, and I, under- I used to believe in that crap. I
2: understand the frustration that people feel in that area. I get it. I've certainly felt it. Sometimes I feel it, uh, you know, on a, I, sure. I, I do feel it on a pretty regular it basis. It still
0: wells up in me sometimes, but I reject it and I embrace peace and I embrace uh, forgiveness and and em- embrace the ideas of non-cooperation. You don't have to cooperate with the people that are trying to extract money from you. Maybe they will end up successfully extracting it from you down the line, you know, garnishing your bank account or, or something like that. But there are ways around it. Buy some gold, bury it, buy some silver, whatever. There are ways to get around this stuff. Get together with other like minded people. Free State Project, Free State the way. Project. We'll talk more about that coming up here in moments. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. You've heard the claims, and I'm here to tell you that they're true. Your baby can learn how to read.
2: Go see the video at babyreadingkit.com. com. See a couple of babies that have been exposed to the monkey see, monkey do videos. You can uh, get them at babyreadingkit.com. I got them for my son, and I recommend them for your child. It's been a language explosion at my house uh, recently. Babyreadingkit.com.
0: All right. Uh, Oh, and by the way, freetalklive.com. Get registered for an account. You can submit show prep ideas, videos, blog posts, whatever it is you want that you think our other listeners might enjoy, and then vote up and vote down on the ones that you do and don't like, and the best ones will end up in the top of our page at freetalklive.com. So make sure you go and explore the new features of our website. Um, we go back to your phone calls here, but real quick, just want to address a couple things that Michael brought up a moment ago. The idea that we are the government? No, no, I am not, and I refuse to be included in part of uh, of a essentially a coercive criminal gang. The, as uh, actually we saw a video of uh, Obama admitting publicly what the government is. He admitted that the government has, is essentially a monopoly on violence. That's basically what he said. I'm paraphrasing it slightly, but uh, he 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 used those words: monopoly on violence. I th- I've been thinking we don't
2: usually use sound clips on this show. That's so talk radio ish, and we don't really yeah. do that. But I think we should get a sound clip of that one because it is it, it worked really, on that mark. <laughs> I don't have any idea how to do that. <laughs> that's that's
0: your billowat. You you do the sound stuff. Well, maybe you can find one of your producers who uh, would be willing to do that for you. Anyway, uh, and then the whole idea but you have of, to have it prepared so you could play it. I can't play you it. Get your producer to put it together and send it to me. Anyway. Then the other idea was to take back the country. Well, take what back exactly? I already said I don't want anything to do with the government, so I have no interest in taking it over because I don't believe in forcing my views on anybody else. I don't believe in forcing people to pay for things that I think are important or forcing people to not do things that they want to do. I don't believe in that, so I have no interest in taking back a coercive apparatus. Isn't that what he means by take back the government? Isn't that, this, or take back the country? It means take control of the state, take control of the of the violent monopoly. No, no thanks. Not interested. We go to your phone calls, 800-259-9231. I just prefer to be left the hell alone. How about that? Let's go to Charlottesville, listening to WCHV. Charlie is with us. Charlie, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
15: Well, well Ian and Mark, how are you doing tonight? Hey,
0: great, Charlie. What's on your mind tonight?
15: Fantastic. Oh, I feel your pain. I really do. We talk to people. Uh, It's just to do the right thing. And uh, this is just the first time I've listened to your program. Believe that first time caller.
0: Well, welcome, sir. We're on the, there in Charlottesville every Saturday night. Sorry oh, for the shock.
15: Saturday night, and uh, usually I'm off. I'm traveling. Uh, I do a golf business and I try to do the best thing I can. You know, the kids are all raised. The grandkids are coming up, and the great kids are coming up, and hey, this monopoly is ruining for the rest of their lives. You know that?
0: Mm, yes. I feel sorry for people with uh, grandchildren that uh, things are just going to keep getting worse unless they don't, unless something changes, and I mean, it's certainly a possibility the federal government could crash and burn tomorrow, or next year, or five years down the line. So uh,
15: probably not possible, but civil disobedience—you've uh, been practicing it for quite some time. I get that kind of drift from your talk. Is that correct?
0: I'm relatively new uh, at—I mean, I've been not paying federal taxes for about five years now, but uh, but doing a little more civil disobedience. Uh, really, well, they haven't kick- come
15: knocked on your door because uh, they don't have any federal taxes coming from you. Anything else? They don't come and say, "Hey, come with us, please. you would like to." Uh, introduce you to some bars and locks. Yeah,
0: right. They know right where I am. They could certainly come and get me any old time they wanted to, but I've also done some more localized civil disobedience. I'll be out uh, at 4.20 in the afternoon tomorrow uh, smoking some cannabis in the uh, the town square here in Keene, New Hampshire, and I've done that uh, many a times and I refuse to obey and uh, refuse to pay fines and things like that, so yeah, I'm, a little, I'm a little experienced. I wouldn't call myself Gandhi or anything like that, though.
15: So you didn't uh, fill out your... Uh Civil disobedience. Census form.
0: I did not fill out the census. In fact, they sent me another one, so I've got two now. In fact, tomorrow at the 4:20, we're going to have a census burning party as well. So that'll be fun.
15: <laughs> that ought to be interesting. Yeah, I did fill out mine though. I just to put down two Americans, one male, one female. And when I put sex, they're not intelligent enough to put gender, so I crossed that off and put gender on it for them, and then uh, I let my dog lick the envelope because I didn't want to give them a DNA sample with me licking the envelope, so I gave my dog.
16: So <laughs> That's
15: I set funny. that up, and I got a second one in the mail. Of course, you got the, the pre-census uh, form notification that you're going to get it, then you get the, the form itself, and then mm-hmm. you get a after Notification that you ought to send it in pretty soon, and another week later I got another form. So I maybe I'll send one in and just say, uh, yeah, there's two people here, but we don't know what kind of sex we are, uh, other than normal sex. If you're gonna send it like in,
0: that. yeah, if you're gonna send it in, you might as well put some silly nonsense on there. I think Tell them the there's call. 24
2: Eskimos living at your house. Thank
0: you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Israel listening to WFTL in Miami. Israel, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello? Uh, how are
9: you doing,
0: Mark? You're on um, the air. What's on your mind?
17: Okay. No, I just uh, wanted to view my um, my points here. I have a few points I wanted to make up. Um, I, I, I voted for Obama, you know, for president. And so far, I disagree with a few of the things that he's done. But I really have to agree on a lot of things that he has in mind. One of them is most important one of all right now is the uh, health care plan. And there's a lot of controversy about that. I think that that would be the best thing uh, for this country right now. For
0: a lot what, of what would be the best people. thing exactly?
17: The, but the best thing is that everybody has is forced. Actually, I know it sounds kind of like uh, maybe socialist, but everybody should be forced to have some kind of health insurance and overall we're going to have a healthier country. Everybody's gonna be a lot healthier.
0: So you're okay uh, with then no, wait, let me wait, just make I, sure I'm like understanding that. what you're saying. Okay. You're okay, you're okay, okay then with putting me in a jail cell because I, for instance, well, may not want wait, to go wait, along let, with the plan. Let me
17: let me say this, okay. Hmm. I work in downtown Miami. Yeah. Okay. And you really have to I you see you really have to see what I see every single morning. Um there is people sleeping in the streets, you know, sick people throwing up, you know. Sure. I mean, it's really, it's really sick. You really have to walk those streets early in the morning.
2: And you think really you're going to help sick. those people by forcing them <laughs> to pay for health insurance?
17: No. I mean, no. what kind
2: of nonsense no, is no, that? No, no, no. They that's, can't that's, afford it, and I don't care.
17: There. Let him explain himself. Right. Okay. What I'm trying to tell you is that by forcing everybody to get health insurance, okay, Maybe, and I'm just going to give you a little example. Maybe that person that is in the street could have probably been helped a long time ago. You never know. Is per- I'm just using that for an example. His own. You're talking about alcoholics, man. Right. Ago.
2: The guy. The minute. guy wouldn't he, be in the street because he, you forced him to well, get health insurance. Well, what,
17: <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is that that person might have been sick or ill at one time, and yet they probably. Denied them in the hospital. You know, like when you go into the emergency room, some of these people that really don't have money and low-income people, they go into an emergency room and they give you such a hard time. And they make you wait hours and hours and hours. You know what that person usually does? The reason. Just walk out of the emergency room. The reason that, that you have to about wait. The low income. Wait, I'm talking
2: <laughs> Wait, I'm talking no, about I'm, I'm done waiting. People. Hold on. Uh, you know? The reason that you have to wait in the emergency room is because people that don't have health insurance are using it as a doctor's office, and there's too many people there, and it's not an emergency room anymore. It's somebody using it as a doctor's right. office.
17: Well, that also brings another issue that I want to talk about, and that is. Probably going to disagree like a lot of people disagree in this country. But the people that mostly disagree on this particular topic is the people that are very wealthy. The people that are in I don't I have correct. any significant dude, I write. wealth. Dude, I drive
2: a 93 uh, okay. Dodge yeah. Shadow with peeling paint. Don't tell me I'm wealthy. I just don't want you telling me how to live my life. Yeah, it's, the yes. it's not about okay, disagreeing. But, but gotta, Wait, gotta, shut, hold, on. hold on. Hold on, dude. Calm down. It's not about disagreeing. You keep on saying, well, people disagree. It's about you uh, suggesting that force should be used in order to make me do something. It's not about disagreeing. Well, it's about well, pointing guns at people.
17: Okay, well, let me tell you something. I live here in Miami, the state I, of I've Florida. I've got that, yeah. And, you, and the government forces me, well, whatever. I mean, they, they lobbied up there in Tallahassee. The government forces me to have... Automobile insurance. I remember when I was a kid, okay.
0: See, I Mark, it's okay anything. to force people because, because you've already been somebody's forced, forced me already, well, well, so I get to well, force that, other, that's other the people. That's cycle of abuse, yeah, man. If, somebody somebody if I, hit me when I, I was drive, in school. Do I get to I hit you?
17: My car, if I drive my car without insurance. Hey, police
0: officers. Hey, I got news for you, Israel. We live in New Hampshire. There's no requirement that you have to have insurance. But people do it anyway because it's a good idea. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 9231. And people would get help when they were looking for it in the absence of force because, well, other people care about people and they are willing to help them out. That's why we have organizations like the Shriners and other charitable groups, which we'd have more of if we didn't have the state. We're coming up, hour three. How long can you
10: hold your breath? Not long.
0: Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. You can dial in and bring up anything. 800-259-9231 is the number for you. Brought to you by SACL CAI. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site for free, so do enjoy those on us at freetalklive.com as we continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Let's start things out by going to John, listening in Tupelo to WKMQ. Hello, John. You're on Free Talk Live.
8: Hey, how's it going? What's on your (laughs) mind tonight, John? Well, you guys are real funny. I like you guys.
0: Thanks. We Uh, like you, too. But uh, I got,
8: uh, I guess, a couple comments or whatever, and I'm not going to try to match with you guys because You're not letting anybody get away with anything tonight for some reason. But uh, my thing is uh, uh, my core belief is that I believe that God is in control of everything, blah, 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 you know, the whole story. But I also believe that in this country, you know, it's just two dominant voices that I believe, and it's just my personal opinion. It's the Republicans and Democrats, and you can put a spin on anything that you want, you know, to get it to go your way. And so I feel like People shouldn't really get upset right now that Obama's in office because things seem to be spinning the Democrats way because, I mean, you give it a few years, you know, if not the next four years, you know, the four years after that, it's going to be a Republican in
13: office, no doubt.
8: I personally to to uh, didn't.
0: Way. I personally could care less which. Uh, w- uh, yeah, they both did not care less. Rather, uh, which one yeah. is in office? They're uh, both ty- ty- tyr- uh, tyrannical. They're both power sicko freaks that want to uh, enforce their way on others through the threat of violence or actual violence. And it doesn't matter to me whether they're R's or D's, my man. They are all yeah. bad.
8: Well, I understand that, and, now, and I'm not saying that to you guys. I'm saying it to the people that are listening. You know, mm. just don't get so uptight because. Uh, you know, it's just going to swing back and forth in a half. And then my thing is on the spreading of the wealth now,
0: well but, but, but before you go on it, it is going to swing back and forth that is true because the republicans are going to trot out their liberty liberty talking points and the republican uh, the, the the republican rank and file are going to just swoon over the ideas of liberty and they're going to vote for the republicans again because they're going to believe them this time and the republicans are going to keep growing government and keep uh, making the government more intrusive and more oppressive than it's ever been just like the democrats have done uh, except the democrats don't lie about liberty the democrats will tell you the truth to the to your face that they want to grow government. Republicans will claim they want to cut government back, and but they all grow government when they're uh, when they're given the opportunity and when they're given the power. So you're right that that things will shift back to the Republicans, but that won't help anything because it'll just make things worse, as it always has. Uh, things just keep getting worse because these are people in search of power. Uh, they're not principled. They don't care about freedom. They don't care about liberty. They just care about power and enforcing their way and their viewpoint on others. And so whether the Republicans or Democrats are are uh, taking the reins of power is immaterial to uh, to where I'm coming from.
8: Exactly. Well, I understand that and I respect that. And uh, I sort of agree with that. Uh, and uh, my thing about the spreading of the wealth, however, and uh, it's just my opinion. I know you guys are going to straight me out on it if I'm wrong about it. But it's my opinion that it's, it's been around for the longest, the spread, of the wealth in the United States. has just been around for the longest. And it seems like to me that uh, the people where I'm living there, you got a lot of people there that are, uh, I mean, both black and white. It's not just one racial thing, you know. Uh, they're uh, sort of upset about this. And, and then the relationships between each other is is, you know, is being more defined now in a negative, uh, a negative way because uh, people feel like you know this race or this culture or this guy or this uh, guy making this amount of money this year is trying to get something that I have worked hard for or or, or whatever mm-hmm. the government. But I'm gonna tell you, I make thirty thousand dollars a year, and I would love. I would love to make more than that, but, you know, the choices that I made in the past with the education and, and all this and all that, this is why I landed. And so I'm not after anybody else's wealth or anybody else's uh, whatever. And my thing about it is when he talks about spreading the wealth, you know, I'm not one of the guys that's trying to get the money. And I'm not saying your money, but I'm not one of the guys that's trying to get, you know, the rich, the rich man's money. You know, now I know a lot of people that sit at home, and just take, you know, government hands out and stuff like that. But I'm working every day for mine and I don't I don't necessarily want another man's wealth. And so when he talks about sure. spreading the wealth, I mean you can't just broad stroke everybody together because I look at it when he said that as if uh, he's telling and I'm not saying that he said this out of his own mouth but I'm just saying my understanding of it is that he was saying that if you're a small business or big business Okay, spread the wealth. That means uh, that you need to hire people, that you need to invest in things, and you need to invest in people.
0: I'm all in favor of that. Uh, that makes sense. All in favor. I'm all in favor of ri- raising people up on a voluntary basis and giving them uh, the assistance that they need in order to, uh, to exactly. get on and, and, and improve their lives. I just think that they should that should be done consensually. Uh, and you're right, creating new jobs by investing in your business and all of that is a, is a great way to help raise up the community because, well, it you know adds more wealth to uh, to the society. And I think that's all fine and and good. And I thank you for your thoughts and your call tonight. 800-259-9231. The problem with uh, with the the issue that I have is with force. When when you're forcing people to spread their wealth in ways that they may otherwise choose... Against they would rather not choose uh, in order to uh, to spread it in those ways. people should be able to make individual decisions for themselves on how they share or give away or save their money or spend their money. People should be able to make those choices and in the absence of coercion, in the absence of force, we would see far more options for helping uh, helping the poor and helping the uh, the, you know, the downtrodden the people that are sick that uh, that can 't afford for insurance and things like that. in the absence of force, we would have a, a bevy of choices. But the, what we're getting now over time is one choice, a one-size-fits-all system, it's Just not there yet. That's the direction things want to go. As far as health care is concerned, that's the direction things are going in, is the government is eventually going to put insurance companies out of business with all of these regulations and mandates, and then eventually the government's going to take it over, and you're only going to have the, the state to turn to if you are sick. And that's a scary proposition. Yeah, and it, the, the, the service that they provide you— That's the service they provide you, and if you don't like it, you can go jump in a lake. Well, if you're lucky, if you could afford it, you can take yourself to another country where you could buy some private health care. And who knows? Maybe private health care will be available here as it is in some other places, but it'll be top, top dollar. Well, it'll
2: still be like the public school. You'll still have to fund the government health care right. system while you go out and uh, you know buy actual health care or yep. actual education like the private schools. I mean, uh, you, know, <laughs> you you're forced to provide the uh, to provide the education or the, to to pay for the education that these substandard government schools provide. But uh, you know most of their teachers a good a good percentage of their teachers uh, send a, a larger percentage than the normal population of public school teachers send their stu- their ki- kids to private schools.
0: See the thing people don't understand like Israel who we were talking with before uh, in the last hour, the things that, the things that uh, they, the, the real thing they don't get when they start talking about their utopian central plan vision of what they want to force people to do because they believe that the results will be uh, worthwhile. What they don't get is that force has unintended consequences. That force has real bad unintended consequences. You're using coercion. You're using violence against peaceful people. You don't. You think that's going to come out okay? You think that by threatening people that everything's going to come out all peachy keen? No, there are all kinds of uh, terrible things that will come from using force on people. Look at the war on drugs. Look what's happened there. The idea there was to use force on Americans until they finally stop using drugs. Well, a trillion dollars later, drugs are more plentiful than they've ever been. And uh, many more dangerous drugs are on the streets now than they've ever, when, than, than, than were in the past, than were when the, the drug war started. What did the force get you anyway, besides 1.5 million Americans being locked up in jail cells every single year for possession? What does the force get you? What is it, how has your force helped those people? Oh, you weren't interested in helping, were you? You were interested in just creating some sort of utopian vision yep. through the use of violence. That's the same thing as what these health advocates are talking about. Well, we can have this utopian vision. We'll just force everyone to do what we think they should. Because force works so well, doesn't it? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just think how you feel when someone's trying to force their beliefs or their viewpoint on you. It's great, isn't it? Really makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Really want to make you get along with your neighbors when they're using the threat of violence against you, right? It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything.
3: Do you need a new computer but don't seem to have the money to buy one? Is your credit stopping you from buying the newest computers that you need today? Then My Computer Club is your answer to buy that new computer or laptop now and pay for it later. Finance top quality new computers and laptops and hundreds of other electronics. There are no credit checks, no turndowns. If you're 18 years or older and have proof of income, you're approved. Prices start at just $22 a month. Go to MyPCCredit.com and finance your new computer today. That's MyPCCredit.com.
0: talk line you can take control of the airwaves this saturday evening we're here to allow you to bring up whatever you want unlike those other talk shows where they've got the most obscene level of phone screening i if you've ever tried calling another talk show it is a nightmare trying to even get through to the host if you aren't on topic and you aren't saying exactly what the host wants you to say (laughs) you good luck we'll let you in here you can talk about anything 800-259-9231. You can also join us online. FreeTalkLive.com is where to go. We've got a lot of features there, including our Shrine of Female Listeners. Just added about four or five brand new Shriners uh, just yesterday. So head on over there, enjoy that. And, lady listeners, you can become a part of the Shrine. Just go to Shrine.FreeTalkLive.com. You'll see the instructions there at the top of the page. Shrine.FreeTalkLive.com. The public school system sucks off the productive capacity of hardworking people. And whether public education
2: succeeds or fails... Spoiler alert, it fails at providing real education to the public, and costs go up and up every year, and there are no refunds. Oh, and it destroys individualism and curiosity. The School Sucks podcast. is a show about the end of public education. Visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. Schoolsucksproject.com.
0: Certainly, it's true that government education fails at educating, but it does succeed at indoctrinating people into the ideas of the state. It does brilliantly succeed at indoctrinating people the idea that force is okay. That it's okay to apply force to your peaceful neighbors, so long as you get enough other people to vote in favor of the force. And then so we have this uh, internecine, uh, eternal conflict that just goes on and on, and and people continuously fight with one another over how to control each other. That's what the government does. yep It's a tool of violence that uh, encourages people to seize its itself to seize the tool and to utilize that tool against peaceful other people who otherwise wouldn't ever think of harming one another you wouldn't think of going over to your neighbor's house sticking an ak-47 in their face and uh, taking whatever money they happen to have in their home you wouldn't think of doing something like that because you wouldn't want them to do it to you but yet when the government comes into play then it's yeah. it's okay cuz then you don't have to do the dirty work men in uniforms with badges will come around and threaten people with uh with violence in order to get them to do what they want uh, what you want them to do isn't that nice how you can disconnect yourself from the consequences of your actions using the state. As long
2: as you can get uh, 51% of the people to agree with you, I of the mean, voters. Yeah,
0: of the voters. That's true.
2: Uh, but but that's the concept behind essentially what we have here, this uh, democratic republic that that we have. Is you know if you can get uh, enough people to uh, agree with you, then then you're right. So if you want to order everybody to walk around with uh, buttless chaps on, well they have to do it because it's such a good idea.
0: Or else you'll put them in a cage. Let's go to your phone calls here and talk to Jason listening to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
8: Hi, gentlemen. How are you doing? Super,
0: Jason. What's on your mind tonight?
8: I I like how you say that the government is a gang of thugs. I agree with you. Um, I don't agree with everything, but I really do appreciate that because that's right. And uh, one of the things that I see you guys doing is you're pulling back layers of deception that a, a lot of Americans uh, have bought into.
0: Indeed, and they Amongst are well. Some of them are very nice. I mean, some of the thugs are, are very nice about being thugs because, well, if they were too overtly thuggish, then people would start to get the clue that they're actually thugs. Uh, but if they put enough, uh, if they put enough window dressing on their violent activities, like they do with their court system then people in their government schools and essentially um, a mind numbing people into believing that anything other than violence and threats of force is going on, uh, then they then they get away with it. But if they start using their violence more overtly and more consistently, then people will be more likely to wake up to the violence and the thuggishness.
13: Well, there's
8: it's been made into sales and marketing of thuggery, and that sounds corny to most folks, but... Uh, the fact is that's going on.
0: Um, Yes, sir. What else did you want to share with us tonight?
8: The the other thing too, is I, I like how, um, when you guys have a, when you're talking about protesting, I think it's good that you speak of nonviolent protest. Um, it's, it's good. I I mean, I don't know how many, there's so many different ways to say this. I'll just say it the, the most simple way. Um, Nonviolent protest. You know, I, I appreciate that. I have found myself listening to your program, uh, you know, just kind of getting frustrated with certain certain subject matter and things. And But I, I think it's good. I think you guys are going in the right direction. Um, I'm not trying to be a, a yes man with you. That's what I was uh, going to say.
0: I was about to get rid of you because, like, I, all right, this is enough. We've no, heard no. enough.
8: I can't tell you how many times I've sat here and go,
0: oh, these guys are, oh, what a bunch of knuckleheads. Well, call us up the next time you hear us being knuckleheads, and uh, let us have it, all right? Thank you, Jason, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It's good to be appreciated, but that can only go so far as far as on-air content. 800-259-9231, and thanks to listeners like Jason there in South Carolina for making us number one on Saturday nights, by the way. Number one talk show in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. That
2: happens with Free Talk Live. I mean – we, we might we might be talking about something entirely different than what they're normally talking about on uh on talk radio, but people listen to it.
0: That's right. We continue here with your phone calls and go to Dan listening in Indy to WXNT. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
18: Hey, how you doing guys?
0: Hey, Dan, what's on your mind tonight?
18: Uh I actually have a a question for you. um I'm kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think how to put this. I, I listened to your guy's story, and I'm kind of similar. I was the Republican back in the day, and I was uh, more of a conservative. And it was actually my little brother that started kind of enlightening me to what I, freedom actually was.
0: How little uh, are we talking about?
18: Uh, I shouldn't say that. He's, uh, he's 30 years old. Okay. I'm 35. Gotcha. Um, and my question is, you know, we we ourselves still struggle with some questions. Uh, I live in New Jersey. It's it's a populated place, and you know, I I try to talk to people and I ask questions. And they obviously ask questions back, and one of them often is, like, say, with property tax. We never really own our homes because oh. if we don't bear property taxes, we go to jail. Yeah, it's outrageous. And they take our homes from us.
0: You, you probably won't go to jail. They'll probably just take your home from you. I, I mean, unless you resist in some violent manner, they'll likely just send the uh, the sheriffs out, tell you to get out of your house, and then they'll lock the doors, you know, change the locks, and uh, basically kick you out of your own home. It's unlikely that you'd go to jail.
18: Well, I guess, uh, I, kind of the question I have for you, I, hope, I was hoping you got to... Your give me some insight on was uh i mean a lot of what you say makes sense i get like that things like fire service schools police could definitely be voluntary Mm -hmm. I, i could see that but if you live in a city how do you guys like propose that things like uh sewage or roadways and stuff like that get paid for you know
0: Good question. Good question. And when you say voluntary, let's make it clear that uh, voluntary means consensual. It doesn't mean that the fire department would be volunteers. It doesn't mean that the police Correct. department would be volunteers. It would mean that they would be doing business like anybody else would do business in the same way that, you know, the people working for uh, Walmart aren't volunteers. They're getting paid. But we're not forced to go and buy our uh, home repair supplies from Walmart. Uh, so in the same way, we wouldn't be forced to buy our fire protection from the government monopoly provider as we currently are today. So So, to answer the question about roads, uh, and and that's a fairly lengthy discussion, there's actually a book out there that I haven't had the chance to read yet, but I've heard good things about it. Walter Block, as I understand it, uh, has written a book up about the roads. This is a big issue, but we should dig in here in a little bit. So, if you want to hang on, we'll bring you back here in a moment. We'll continue this discussion talking about some of these things that... Are really tough to grasp. They're really tough to, to look at as far as, well, you know, we've had the government taking care of the roads all of our lives. How could it be any other way? Well, in many places, the government takes care of trash pickup. Here in Keene, New Hampshire, they don't. For some people, that's a shock. Uh, but the roads are a little more of a difficult issue. We'll get into that here in a moment. your calls as well about what you want. It's Free Talk Live.
7: From the last margins of the land of Big Brother comes a new pro-freedom website. The UK Libertarian
9: rails against the country's ridiculous regulation. It's crumbling National Health Service. It's disintegrating government schools and the political
7: parasites, leeching more of our freedom every single day. Visit us at www.theuklibertarian.com.
0: Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And our features on the site include news updates. You can get signed up via email, or you can follow our Twitter profile, or you can become a fan of of us on Facebook. All three of those are different ways that you can get basically the same information. Whenever I've got something I need to get out there, I put a uh, an email out, which is usually longer than the uh, the Twitter uh, and the uh, and the Facebook options. But either way, you're going to get the basic information, whichever way you go about it. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. It's free, of course. That's news.freetalklive.com. Now, of course, we're talking freedom because we like that on Free Talk Live. And if you like the idea of being more free, if you like the idea of escaping the grip of the uh, people that would like to control you, well, it makes sense to get together with other like-minded people. At least, made sense to me. When I heard about the uh, Free State Project early in the aughts, around 2002 or 3 ish I thought, man, that's a really great idea. But I was born in Florida, and I was a little scared. I was a little intimidated because I never really experienced winter before, like a real winter and so I wasn't too sure how that was going to go. And that's why it took me about a year to finally come around to say, yeah, this is something I want to do. This is liberty is important enough for me that I'm willing to be a little cold for a few months out of the year. Yeah, we get a
2: white uh, Christmas around here. Sometimes we get a white Thanksgiving. We certainly always have a white President's Day.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and then you get beautiful spring and fall, and it's 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 wonderful. The, the flowers are coming out now here in Keene, New Hampshire, and it's absolutely stunning, Uh It's it's wonderful. Anyway, I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome or what it is, but I really love spring up in New England. I think spring may be my favorite. I like fall, but I think spring may be my favorite because it's just such a stark contrast compared to where you've been. You've been through (laughs) three months of you know desolation, but it's also beautiful. I mean, the snow and you know fresh snow is very beautiful and all that. But uh, but then when the colors start popping. It's really wonderful. And we probably sound silly to most of our audience who's, uh, you know, experienced this if they live in the north. So yeah, but, you know. a couple of Florida, southern boys. Yeah,
2: Florida, Florida all year round, there's, there's never any snow. You know, winter is really no different right. than anything else.
0: Flowers don't stay, stand out in Florida because yeah. they're there all the time. The hibiscus
2: here. always bloom. Yeah.
0: Uh, but aside from the beauty, uh, there are all kinds of activists here. I mean, people are coming to New Hampshire. They're getting active. We've got hundreds of people that have already made the move. My, Mark and myself are just two of them. And uh, hundreds more are coming. In fact, over 10,000 people have signed the pledge to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, to be active, to uh, to achieve as much liberty in our lifetimes as possible. If that sounds interesting to you, go to freestateproject.org, learn more about it, get signed up, and then join the fun here in New Hampshire. freestateproject.org. As we go back to Dan, who's actually in New Jersey, not in Indy. We've got another Dan who's waiting patiently. Hopefully we'll get to him. Uh, but Dan in New Jersey, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Now, you brought up the issue. You said that, you know, you, you've come from a similar place as we have. You were one time, you considered yourself a conservative, and then you kind of came to some of the ideas of liberty, and you get it on a lot of issues, even with the, you know, when it comes down to the fire department and, and protection services, which are pretty tough issues for some people to uh, to really wrap their minds around. It took me a long time to understand how uh, private protection or market based protection might work. But then you brought up a couple of good issues, and one of them we've never heard of before. We realized this during the break. No one has ever brought up the question of what about the civil? Sewage. Normally, it's what about the roads, which is the other issue that you brought up. We've heard that one a a million times, but no one has ever. This is the first time on the history of the entire history of Free Talk Live. I think that anybody has questioned, well, what about the
2: sewage? Well, I think that sewage is a relatively easy one to deal with. You don't have to have uh, you know, sewage treatment plants. I mean, most of America... at least a good portion of America, geographically most of America subsists on uh, septic tanks and mm-hmm. things like that. So, I mean, you really could just have, you know, sewage. You know, well, all se-
18: I thought about that, and one of the things that made me actually think about sewage was I'm originally from Brooklyn, yeah, and right. I thought of a place like Brooklyn that, you, put I, a septic tank you guys about. are right, technically I could subside in New Jersey with a septic tank or, or, or you know, something, something similar, but a place like Brooklyn, I, I couldn't have my own tank tanker. That's well, true. I
2: think um, but mostly what you're seeing with really large metropolitan areas are sort of it's a it's an artifact of a time when people got around on horses and it was uh, difficult to get around. So, you'll, you, you, you like when you see big cities like Chicago and New York, those are old cities. When you look at L.A., you're looking at a new city. L.A., you have to have a car. You can't get around with public transportation. New York, people live on top of each other in L.A. They they live in a large, sprawling area. Area, so it's it's sort of an artifact and it's a difficult thing to uh, to, to to deal with. But you know, obviously, you, you deal you deal with what you have, and and so there would there would have to be some scenario for deal, dealing with sewage in those ma- major areas.
0: Okay, so right? that didn't answer the question though, Mark. So say there must be a scenario, uh, and I I understand that when you talk about the free marketplace, when you talk about getting rid of the government's monopoly that there are really good questions that come up and people demand answers to them. And it's easy for us to say, and this is a good stock answer, it's easy for us to say, well we're not sewer uh, people and we're not road people so we don't know exactly how the sewer or road situation would play out in the absence of government coercion. Who knows what the marketplace would end up doing? Who knows what innovations the uh, the people in search of profit would come up with to solve whatever problems come up? And, I, and that's a fair answer because we really don't know. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be able Able to speculate. So let's speculate here for a moment. Right now, as it stands, in most uh, urbanized areas, even here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, which isn't the most urbanized, but, it, you know, 25,000 people live here, and there is a sewage system, right? So the idea is that eventually we're going to convince people to accept the ideas of the voluntary society, and we're going to move towards that. The government's going to be uh, reduced and reduced and reduced, and then, you know, in the various different services will be converted to market, whatever's valuable like sewage, would be converted to some sort of a market service. But how would that end up working? Because it is a centrally controlled service. It's all going to the same place, or you know, it's all being controlled in some similar uh, aspect. So how that would end up being taken over by the marketplace, I'm not sure. Some would say they could put it out to bid, or the highest bidder, or whatever. I don't know exactly how that would all play out. But if you were... The scary scenario is, well, what if the person who gets in control of it charges $12 a gallon? You know, or something like that, right? The the kind of ultimate scare of, well, what if the greedy capitalist uh, gets in control of the sewage system and just raises prices to the point where no one can afford uh, sewage anymore? Well, that's when the people in search of profit start to get really creative. Because when uh, somebody's out there who's got a, a tremendous portion of the marketplace, and they they begin to get greedy and they begin to charge too much, that's when the people that are looking at that situation are saying, all right, finally, it's worth it for me to come in now. So maybe... Portalette Pete comes in. And he starts dropping porta potties on people's uh, property and says, "Hey, you know they're charging twelve bucks a gallon for the uh, the sewage. I'll take this away once a week for thirty bucks or something like that." You know he comes in there and he provides an alternative option. Of course, you also have the the the, the drain fields and the places where you can do that. But in an urbanized area, there might there would be something that the marketplace could come a, up with. Put a big vat in the basement and
2: then they can pump it out once a week or whatever.
0: Also, ostracism may be a factor as well because the person who owns that company that's taking care of the, uh, the 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 area's needs as far as sewage is concerned is going to be under a lot of pressure to watch out what he charges for those uh, those people's rates in fact there may be some way to to contractually limit uh you know when he gets it turned over to him, what he'll end up charging above and beyond his costs. But if he's charging too much and it's getting impossible for people to live based on that, that's going to be pretty outrageous. And who knows what kind of uh, neat ostracism methods the marketplace would come up with to punish somebody like that. I mean, for instance, nobody has to sell him food. You don't have to sell that guy, you know, the various different services he needs to live. So, hey, you don't want us to live by not being able to flush our toilets? Well, you're not going to be able to eat, that's just. I like, an, I like that. I it's like just, that. It's just an idea off the top of my head. Like I say, I'm just a talk show host. I don't know crap about how the marketplace would. I end don't up know crap about <laughs> sewage. Play. I don't know how how the marketplace would end up playing it out. But you can count that the media would be on it if some greedy guy started really charging a lot for sewage. And, and the same thing can apply to roads as well. Of course, you might want to also point out that uh, in the absence of government's coercion, we may even have flying cars by now. But because the uh, the FAA refuses to allow any kind of development or mass marketing of such uh, such a tool, there really isn't any uh, significant development going on there. The Mahler Skycar has been in development for decades, and they've had an, an operable one for, I think, a while now. It's just that they can't sell it to anybody because the FAA won't let anybody fly it. So it's kind of a, a poor marketplace. And I hope that answers your question, that at least partially...
16: It did, yes. All right.
0: Well, this is one of the things that we have to think about as time goes on, but let's get together and start rolling back to the things we can definitely solve immediately. Yeah, there's a lot of
2: a lot easier problems
0: Yeah, at, uh, at freestateproject.org, that's the place to go, and I thank you, Dan, for the call and the thoughts tonight. It's, uh, it's always good to think about these things. More coming up, Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, but probably not time for your call. Unless you're on hold, we'll do our best to get to you here in the remaining moments of this live Saturday edition of the program. Tonight, as always, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Hey, we could ap- would appreciate you becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. If you like this program and you want to help us get on more radio stations around the country bring more internet listeners on board and expose new people to the ideas of freedom you can do that for as little as 3 bucks a month now you know that we give you the website for free right so this is above and beyond all that this is how you show your appreciation uh, for free talk live and the fact that we give you everything for free up front is you know, send us 3 bucks a month that's all we're asking for, and that's like, what, half the price? Uh, less than half the price, in many cases, of those other shows, and they charge you for their websites, so we don't ask much. Free, uh, Go to amp.freetalklive.com, and we do sweeten the deal with a few perks, like access to the amp-only call-in lines. Uh, you also get the amp-only podcast, which is uh, minus the usual podcast commercials. And you get access to the amp-only forum and more. Go get all the details, get signed up, any major credit card, PayPal, some alternative options available. We'll take silver. amp.freetalklive.com. Although the silver is appreciated, it's hard to pay for advertising in silver. So we'll take it, but we'd prefer you go and use the PayPal and credit card. Amp.freetalklive.com. Right back into your phone calls. Let's go to Dan in Indianapolis. I called for you, but uh, there was a mix-up behind the scenes. Dan, apologize for the confusion. Uh, You're listening to WXNT, and you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Thank you for taking my call. I was a uh, CPA with a national-international firm for 35 years. And I don't want to get too far down the weeds, but here's something our representatives and senators and people could do to give people more freedom in directing where they want their dollars to go related to redistribution and or welfare. It has to do with the tax code and contributions. On well, the tax return right now, contributions are limited to a certain percentage of your gross income. And you get a deduction, which means you get 25 cents, 35 cents on the dollar for that deduction. Right. I'm suggesting that they amend it where you get a credit and or double the deduction. So if you give $100, you get $200 deduction on your return and or a credit of $0.70 on the dollar. Idea being when you're sitting down, you can either write the check to the government and or to a pro-life, anti-life, whatever you want uh, for your contribution as opposed to giving the money to the government follow what i'm saying
2: oh i i tend to like what you're saying um and i think a lot of people actually think that this is how real life is and it's not and you're obviously you're absolutely right you're a cpa yeah. um <laughs> but i well, i well, do
11: you cut, cut the, you cut you cut the check the individual is uh empowered to cut the check to the organization that he wants as opposed to the government the government incentivized by giving him a credit a dollar for dollar credit or a more sense on the dollar credit for the contribution. Now the government wouldn't like that because no, it right. will never happen. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. That's 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 exactly why it won't happen is because the government doesn't uh, get to, to, to control the money and they they believe that they can uh, you know, they have a uh, you know, a better system for distributing it, even though it's yeah. the worst system in the world. But what happens if somebody decides, well, oh, I'm going to give my uh, not-for-profit money to an organization that, uh, you know, wants to, you know, the Humane Society or something like that, That uh, uh, an organization that other people wouldn't necessarily, you shouldn't be giving your money to the Humane Society, you should be
0: giving it to kids with cancer, you know, that kind it's of my thing. my money. It's my money. I agree. I think it'd be easier well, if we just. Uh, I mean, as far as making that happen, you're talking about some political uh, wrangling that would be very difficult. And of course, as Mark pointed out, the government does not want uh, change like that. So I understand that. It's likely very is, infeasible. My
11: point is, it's not complex.
0: No, I agree it, with you there. That's not complex, it, it, and usually it, the best answers it, are simple.
11: Exactly, it, and that shows that the government, you know, just manufactures complexity in order to achieve their goal.
0: Sure, they want you to be confused. Thank you for the call tonight. I exactly. appreciate hearing from you. Although simple, here's a simple one. Get people who believe similarly together in the same place and then just have them stop paying. Then you can send your money wherever you want to. and You don't have to ask anybody's permission to do so. All right, we continue here. Uh, Dave, listening in Montana, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Dave, we're short on time. Your thoughts?
19: Hey, how you doing? I wanted hey. to answer that question about if a group decided to go on their own, do their own thing. Like you were saying, yeah. Uh, Chief Joseph tried it. Tried to go to Canada. They shot him. Sitting Bull, same thing. Uh, the coal miners in 1890 tried to do it, and they shot them. The World War One veterans wanted their rights, what they were promised, you know, mm-hmm. their benefits, and they shot them.
2: The Bonus War. The yeah.
19: Branch Davidian, They tried it, and they shot him. They make up stories. They provocatoria. you. Sure. They do anything, and uh, your scenario kind of played out in the 1890s with a uh, Carnegie, Morgan, and Rockefeller man. And what happens is, you know, the, with the totally free market like that monopolies develop and then they no, pay, no. they pay you off the governor that's what happened to the coal miners in 1890
2: right they paid Rock off the developed. governor but how could you see they paid
19: off the, the national guard and they went down there and they shot a kid and people a little kid just for getting water for the people that that's what happens.
0: Yeah, the yeah. robber Robert barons were not operating in right. a free th- th- this market. is the. Uh... Well, that's
19: what happens. They grow into that. Uh, it's in, it's built into human existence, man. And people no people depend know. on our greed and our thirst for freedom and stuff. And they play us, man. And they they play
0: us with all this. Dave, thank north. you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Mark, what were you going to say about that? Well, the, the, to
2: call what uh, occurred in the late 1800s and early 1900s in the United States laissez faire or free market capitalism or something like that is to call the Soviet Union communism it neither one of these statements is true it just didn't happen that way the 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 people that were wealthy had the government do what they wanted them to do That's right. and yes What's it changed? did do less to regulate business absolutely true but when less means uh, you know keeping the the powerful it in power then that doesn't that is the, that doesn't translate to laissez faire capitalism also it's the same the,
0: thing is happening today there's just the more uh, parents
2: today. In, in the form of corporations the government protect you know handed out these uh, these pieces of paper that protect people from uh, the responsibility of their their own actions so i
0: mean that's yeah. that's the
2: foundation of it in the first place yeah nothing's changed
0: it's the same today it's just that there are more corporations today than there were in the 1800s and there are more barons therefore today. People, more people that are being protected by the government from competition. That's what regulations are all about. It's about regulations are about protecting the existing business people from new new people with new ideas and innovative concepts and new capital. It's about protecting themselves from that and using the government's force to protect them. Let's continue though uh, and talk to Kenny listening in Florida to WFTL in Jupiter. Kenny, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey.
6: I, I know you're about at a time I just I'd never heard of this concept before of not paying your taxes
0: they're not my um, taxes
6: well well I, and I, I just I just don't understand how in the way society works and the government works today that doesn't it's to just draw the line and say you're not gonna pay your taxes how does that not make you a squatter or like like
0: oh I, I still pay the local gang I pay the local <laughs> gangs tax I just don't pay the feds. So I'm not squatting on them. I'm not using their services. I don't want their... Their programs. What what service uh, does the in the feder- in the
2: form of the federal income tax that, that the federal income tax pays for? What service uh, do I use uh, that I'm uh, not paying
6: protection for? Protection from you know terrorists, all that kind of thing. Well, Don't you think
2: terrorists. that the federal government's going out and creating terrorists by blowing up innocent people? Yeah.
0: they create the well, terrorists, I mean, and I didn't ask them for that service. Right, I don't want that well, service. I mean, Thank you you don't get to come to my house and mow my lawn and then demand payment if I didn't hire you to mow my lawn. Besides, like, I don't that, I don't think they're protecting that, me worth crap. The
6: thing is though. As, as I, what I just don't get. I mean, I understand where where you want to move with this, but you do live in America, like. And there are are rules and laws, and there are ways to go about changing them. I live in a poli- I live in right. a really
0: ineffective ways. I live in a a place. Some people call it America because some politically designated lines have been drawn on a map somewhere, and that doesn't mean I'm obligated to a bunch of strangers uh, calling themselves government in Washington D.C. and the words they write on paper. I wish we had more time, but we're running short. Thanks for the call. Let's talk to Carl uh, listening in Texas to KTAE. Carl, you're on Free Talk Live.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I want to bring up a subject
8: here that uh, that maybe you've touched on earlier. I just tuned in,
0: Carl. Uh, let it, me tell you, you got about 30 seconds to get your thoughts out. So go ahead.
8: All right, it's the new Belligerent Interrogation Detention uh, Prosecution Act of 2010. Mm. In essence, what it what it is, it's uh, it's uh, a Senate Bill 3081, and it it's in committee right now. And what it, what it is is they're going to be able to. Detain you and uh, confine you without your Miranda rights, et cetera, et cetera. If they get this thing passed,
0: yeah, I heard something about we Some did talk stuff. about the the enemy belligerent. They they've changed it now from an enemy combatant to enemy belligerent. And uh, they still have the enemy combatant uh, designation. It's
13: belligerent.
0: But now they can designate you an enemy belligerent basically for saying things they don't like, right?
13: Right.
7: That's right. That's exactly yep. right.
0: Yep. So that's now okay. going to be a crime it's, it's against the state. know. serious
7: stuff, you know. And I, you know, you know where this is going.
0: It's going to so. tyranny, but some would say we're already there. I thank you for the call. We certainly are already in a police state. And no, it wasn't Obama. The police state has uh, been going on for many, many years. Anyway, uh, we're out of time, Mark. Yeah. See you tomorrow it. or not tomorrow. We'll see you Monday night. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a super weekend.